Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Roll Up, the official Phil Singer Games podcast. I am Sam Fain, your host, joined, of course, by Todd Gershel and Mike Molesky. Mike, how are you doing? I am fantastic tonight, Sam. Glad to be back. Fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that. And Todd, how are you? Doing great. Uh, Glad to be back as well. And uh, yeah, just on the heels of a pretty cool uh, uh, release of of some big names and pre-orders and uh, it's an exciting time here. Hey, Todd, can I interrupt you for a second? Sure. Sam always asks you how you are and how I I am. I'm just wondering how Sam's doing. Oh, that's a good point. Yes. (laughs) uh i'm good i'm good it's been you know it's been a a long week i I was dealing with a bit of an ear infection but uh i am feeling a lot better than i was for a while which is good i've been watching a lot of wrestling i've been doing a lot of podcasting and i've been uh, rolling the dice so life life can't be too bad i've been spending quality time with my my beautiful two-year-old daughter as well so you know, life is good. Life is good. Um, well, we are also going to be joined later by some longtime close personal friends of ours, and I look forward to uh, to chatting them all up. But uh, before we get to our sort of mini promoter spot- spotlight and, and the thrust of our show, which is a special tournament that Todd has put together for us, let's get to our opening bell. And we, you know, we kind of covered a lot last week because we did drop our special episode. So we only have two uh, uh, announcements to cover this week. Uh, One, of course, is the updated Captain Crossbones for the FTR set. Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about Captain Crossbones for us? Well, I think he's one of those like, I mean, that original piece of art for Captain Crossbones, I think, was one of those ones that captured people's imagination. I think people really liked him right from the jump in FTR. Um, really interesting character, kind of a lot of layers to him. And, and I think that this update, Warner really knocked it out of the park. I mean, it's, it's, it's unique perspective, you know, which I always like when we can find drawings that really haven't been done before. It's not just a guy standing there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Cause it's, it's, it's sort of a staple of wrestling, but I think that to have a, a uh, um, one of those pieces of art that's, that's just a little bit different uh, that from uh, that standpoint is unique. I really like and and Warner knocked it out of the park with crossbows. Yeah, totally agree. That unique perspective, it, it definitely adds uh, a bit to to the the character um and and of course to the I think the prestige of the of the release, if you will. Todd, what about you? Thoughts on Captain Crossbones? No, I love Captain Crossbones. The new art is definitely awesome. It was cool to kind of see that come across my email earlier on uh, uh, before we put it up there. Uh, Very, very cool. And uh, I'm definitely also very, very excited about the two new matches that got as well. So uh, that should be a lot of fun. The uh, Brimstone Burning Match. uh, Walk the Plank. Yep. And then the Walk the Plank Match, the Brimstone Burning Match, a... different take on the exploding barbed wire death match that will hopefully have a better ending than the AEW pay-per-view. Why, why you gotta be there? Well, we're not going to, we're not going to have Acme Corp design. No, 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 definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the matches. I mean, I, I always love some special matches, so that'll be fantastic to see those. And, and I think, you know, as Mikey mentioned, the art on Captain Crossbones is great. Um, looking forward to those upgraded stats, you know, certainly uh, I think, uh, Rob's uh, mission with him is that he'll be able to give Pardon more of a run for his money, uh, which will be exciting to see the, the two of them feud. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then I'm glad to get this card like right away, just to kind of really yeah. boost that 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 feud right up to the top there. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, yeah, that change in release, I think, actually in this case, really, you know, by bumping up FTR to this quarter, I think it really kind of helps move things along because I think that that was. Uh, 
well, Barton's a great, great card. So having Crossbones sort of being able to match up a little bit better, I think people really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're talking about the difference between going a few months, basically, you know, with having a captain crossbones who might not be able to keep up with pardon, um, you know, from what would have been, you know, like Half nine months basically, yeah. yeah. You know, with, with having to, uh, deal with, with pardon, probably walking all over him for the most part. So, uh, this will be really cool to be able to have somebody to, you know, to keep up with them. And then of course we're also getting crust and then, uh, two, two more, as yet unannounced characters. So that'll be awesome. Um, and then of course, Wednesday brought our uh, best of the Indies announcement, which, uh, gave us madman Fulton, uh, a stellar, uh, talent. Um, you know, I'm familiar with him because of his work here in Chicago with AAW. He's actually the current tag team champion there with Ace Austin, uh, who he is also paired up with on impact wrestling. And of course, Ace Austin was a member of the, the best of the Indies, 2020 or 2019 yeah, was 2020 year. it was yeah, 2020. 2020 yeah 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 um so uh so his tag team partner is already there ready to go which is awesome uh and of course you might know him from his stint in nxt he was a member of sanity um before being kind of unceremoniously dumped and replaced with killian dane uh but uh yeah uh super cool uh addition to to the indies uh scene uh what do you think todd uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't watched a ton of Man Man Fulton over, over the time there, but definitely really cool look. The, the bits I have seen recently haven't been really cool. Uh, I know there's somebody uh, that, uh, you know, uh, Zeke had uh, uh, gotten into the game, and, uh, and I know we wanted to get it out ahead of the um, the, the TNT uh, Hall of Fame this, this summer and the IPW shows. He's going to be part of their Hall of Fame tournament. So we definitely wanted it out ahead of that. Uh, so yeah, very cool to have him in there. And I know a lot of, uh, our, uh, indie fans do watch impact and, you know, wanted some more guys represented from there. So glad to have a representative uh, from the promotion. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's, it's a great signing and, and, you know, just the deepens that indies roster you mentioned Zeke and luckily, you know, spoiler alert, he's actually here with us. So, uh, uh, Zeke, uh, tell us a little bit about the signing of Madman Fulton and, uh, just your thoughts on, uh, you know, statting him and, and, uh, you know, having him in the game. Oh, well, um, I saw that he was going to be at the hall of fame this summer and, I also saw that he was in another card game. So I figured that there was a good chance he'd say yes to our card game because our card game a, looks a whole lot better than, than the card game that he's, that he's in. Um, <laughs> good I, answer, Zeke. <laughs> I sent him, I found his email, and I sent him pictures of Ace Austin and Sammy Callahan's cards. You know, he worked with, with Callahan for a while. Right. Yeah. In the back. And, and uh, I, he um, sent back an enthusiastic yes. And then he was later sent back the, the sign release form to make it official. So he, uh, he got put in, so he got put into the set, so we could get him out by the time uh, the Hall of Fame starts in July. Uh, he does have a—it's a singles card, but he does have a, uh, a mechanic where he can uh, potentially use a tag mechanic with Ace Austin. So nice because he's up for them so often. So that's very cool. I, I mean, I always love those mechanics. I, mechanics are a lot of fun. Sometimes it's, it's hard not to do too many of them as Todd and I have talked about in the, in the recent past here. Um, so, uh, Zeke, we're going to get back to you here in just a moment. Um, but before we do, but I like, but I like how you jump, like we, we just throw the script out the window. We've got a point. We just bring Zeke in because well, Zeke's the man. We got him. We got him. We may as well (laughs) use him. Right. I I would have failed at my, at my duties if I hadn't brought him in. I mean, I failed at my duties on one hand because I broke the format, but I would have failed even 
harder had I not brought him in. So I feel uh, like I concur. You know, I concur 100%. I mean, Zeke is the man, and I've said it once, I'll say it again. He does such a great job with everything at the Indies. It's just kind of cool to be able to have him here to discuss that with us because, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool, I mean, it's, it, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm excited about anybody we get in the game. Um, both, you know, from our standpoint, our game fans love getting all these different uh, guys and, and gals in, into the game. I think it's a great opportunity for us to spotlight them, give them, you know, a little bit of exposure with our fan base for people who aren't familiar with them. But in this case, I mean, we got somebody who's on, you know, impact, you know, where people see him. I mean, it's, it's neat. I think people are excited and I think that's a great thing. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, and speaking of being excited, you know, Zeke, I'll, I'll ask you real quick. Uh, is there a name uh, that's been announced so far uh, that, that, you know, you're most excited about having, you know, been able to bring to the game? You mean for this coming set? For this set. Yeah. Sorry for this coming set, the best of the Indies 2021. Yeah. The, um, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I don't really have them ranked, but uh, make sure it's somebody who's been announced. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll have uh, to do some editing work. <laughs> one of the, it might surprise some people, but Jordan Oliver, maybe because I, yeah. I'm a big fan of his in CCW and he was, uh, he broke the record for the wire championship. He broke Eric Fox's record. Um, and he's actually the guy I think I mentioned before. I, uh, he was in my top 10 and I most of wanted list and I just, which might surprise some people, but, uh, um, I had last summer, um, I sent him an email and asked him to talk about the game, the forum and sent it back in six minutes. So I, I was, usually that doesn't happen on email, but, uh, but I was, so I was pretty, I was pretty happy about that. And so that's fantastic. And we were, we were originally going to put him out last summer with the, the tag set, but we didn't, couldn't get my read signed in time. But, uh, but so, but so I've been waiting for a long time to get him out. So he's, I'm, I'm, I'm so maybe, maybe him by a little bit, but yeah, I, I am, but I'm, I'm looking forward to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, when you got a set that's got guys like Tony Deppin and Lee Moriarty and Calvin Tankman and Chris Masters and now, of course, Madman Fulton, like it, it is kind of hard to, to to pick one or single one out. But Jordan Oliver is a great name and, and a guy who I think is is definitely going places and, and has already been places for that matter. But he's somebody that, you know, with as good as, as he has been, has grown so much just over the past year, which is crazy to say, because there are so many performers that I feel like have felt stagnant over the last year due to the pandemic. And he's someone that, I mean, like physically has grown, like he's a little bit bigger, but, but in addition to that, like his skill set, you just look at what he did at WrestleMania weekend, um, you know, during the acid cup and, you know, and in general, and he's somebody that I think uh, is, is definitely worth keeping an eye on because we could be talking about him, you know, a year or two from now, and he could certainly be on a bigger stage. So um, he's a great addition to the game for sure. Um well, I think on that note, we're, we're done with the opening bell. We're going to move in. We did our promoter spotlight uh, last time around, but now we're going to have kind of a mini promoter spotlight because we are joined by four of our finest promoters, uh, friends of the game, friends of the podcast, uh, and we will start off with Jim Steele. Jim, how are you? Doing fine. How about you? Uh, you know, I can't complain. I'm here with you guys, so it, it can't be too bad. Um, so we're going to start in with, uh, with a couple of questions here, uh, to, to kick things off. Uh, when did you become a wrestling fan? I actually, when I was two years old, went to my first wrestling show live, my father. That's fantastic. What show was it? WWF. Nice. Like, uh, can't remember much else, so. 
Sure, sure. What's your uh, what's your earliest memory of wrestling? Late 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 seventies. Sorry, late seventies. Nice. Uh, favorite you know favorite wrestler from when you were a kid? A kid, Bruno. Nice. Um, and then, how did you find out about the game? When did you start playing? Like most people, uh, PWI. They had. Do you remember what year that was? Uh, 87, I believe. Nice. Nice. Um, and then are you, uh, you've attended obviously multiple Galacticons. Uh, which was your first Galacticon? Number six, I believe. And you're, uh, currently, uh, which, which lines are you playing? Do you, do you play just COTG, Indies, Legends, a little bit of all? A little bit of all. And then uh, I guess to wrap it up, as far as wrestling these days, what are you watching? Everything. TNA, awesome. AEW, everything. Do you have a favorite promotion currently? Not really. Jim, Jim Steele is all in on wrestling. You know, like <laughs> the, you see the tournaments he runs; they're massive. You know, like he just—it's it, it's all everything all the time. I, I, I thought I thought when you asked what's your favorite promotion, Jim, he was going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> i love that i yeah, love I'm an, that i'm an ecw original fan too that's, that's right that's right right back in the old bar shows yep. with uh jimmy snooker and don morocco he was he was watching those i was there live yeah. yeah wow wow that's something else uh well thank jim, you so- jim steel jim steel is looking to break uh is looking to become the longest uh streak at galacticon if mike fortune cannot get over the border this year uh jim still does have the second longest streak right now he's trying to work with the canadian government to keep mike on that side of the border so he can get the streak. <laughs> I, you know i mean i think that i actually think jim's been lobbying the canadian i think the canadian government was going to open the border six months ago but 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 you know, hardcore Jim Steele with the lead pipe really is intimidating the prime minister at this right. point, and I think that's <laughs> that's what's keeping it closed. Uh, I have friends that want to go to Canada. Um, so <laughs> I want to go to Canada, but I can't. I'm not going to argue with Jim Steele. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point, actually. You know, um, well, Jim, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This is going to be a lot of fun, I and uh, you know, having someone like yourself here, I, I think uh, definitely raises our profile a bit because you know we're we're all fans of the game but like you said you've been around for a long time and uh and contributed a lot too i mean just you know looking at the message boards the guest books etc you know going back i mean i remember your name from you know 20 years ago uh when i was you know playing in my attic um true story but uh that's right (laughs) so we'll uh so we'll move on to our next guest uh mr jim steinhoff how are you Doing well. Thanks a lot for having me on here. Yeah, our pleasure. Our pleasure. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm going to just kind of rattle through the questions, uh, same as I did before here. Uh, so when did you get into professional wrestling? Um, about, I want to say when I was about 12 years old, that's when Hulkamania started going nationwide and it was everywhere. And just once I saw that the first taste of watching the shows, um, we would get them where I grew up, we'd get them from Canada. So we would get the WWF Canada broadcast, <laughs> the two hour shows. And just, I was hooked ever since. 
That's cool. That's very cool. I let you know, it's funny. We were talking about this a little bit last time around with Pike Mojo. It's just hearing people's stories. I, I, it's not something that I've really ever done before talking to people about how'd you get into wrestling? It's just like when you meet fellow wrestling fans, generally, it's just sort of like wrestling fans. That's, that's all you need to know. And so it's been so interesting just hearing about how everybody got into wrestling. Um, do you have uh, like a favorite memory, favorite wrestler from the early days when you were growing up? Growing up, it's, um, it, it's the same growing up. It's the same today. Ric Flair, greatest professional I've ever seen work. Um, I've had the pleasure of seeing him many, multiple times. And just there's nobody better across the board from the promo delivery to the actual in-ring. He's probably the best I've ever seen in my lifetime. Nice. It's, you can't argue with that. Uh, and then as far as the game, uh, how did you get into Phil Singer Games? I saw an ad in the back of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And what's this is something I'm not that I don't think it's a lot of play. At the time in the late 80s, so many game makers were trying to make quality wrestling based games. And I'm a huge wrestling fan and I'm also a huge gaming fan. And when I found this game, it's like, this is it. This is as close as I can find to the actual action. It's fun to play. And the possibility of promoting your own cards and having fun with your friends, this was the hands-down winner, and I think still is all these years later. Yeah, I I totally agree. And I know exactly what you mean, because, you know, in the, in the back of some of those PWIs, you'd see ads for multiple games and mail-in games and, you know, kind of like board games and other sorts of games. But yeah, I'm, I mean, we're all here for a reason and that's definitely it. <laughs> um, what uh, what feds are you running these days? Or is there a particular line that you play more than others? Um, definitely um, COT, COTG. Um, I've actually relaunched my feds because I want I've never had feds where. There was a continual timeline with an actual lineage of champions. I'm wrapping up 2107 now. And when friends come over, um, we play the in, we play a mix of legends and indies. It's a fed I like to call party rules. And party <laughs> rules is sim- party rules is simple. You want the match to happen? We're doing it. Nice. Uh, and then currently, what what are you watching wrestling wise? Um, as much as I can, my favorite these days would have to be NXT just cause there's something about watching that transition period where you're getting ready to enter a world level stage and you just, to be able to see the start of them crossing over from the wonderful world of the Indies to being a globally recognized name. To watch that transition is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's uh, they've almost, you know, I, I feel like they've gotten a little bit away from from the sort of hybrid style that they used to have, and have gone a little bit more and more towards, you know, WWE main roster style in a lot of ways. But uh, it, it's still, I mean, it's still one of the best things going without a doubt. NXT. So uh, again, can't can't argue with that. Um, and every and everything else that's out there, I support it. Any. If you have a wrestling show, I'll watch it. If you come into my town, I'll be there. Jim, when was your first Galacticon? Um, I was actually late to getting into the Galacticons because I ordered the game, was having fun with friends, and was woefully unaware that there was a whole world of fans until 2000 
when I met Tom Filsinger, he was at a local con here in Pittsburgh. And I'm like, wait a minute, you made that game I like. (laughs) (laughs) And then find out that there's this whole world. So I started going in 2000 and that's where I met all of you. And it's just, it's, I don't know how many, I might be showing my age here with this one, but does anyone remember the blind melon video with the bee girl? Yep. I feel like when I first walked into Galacticon, I felt like the bee girl discovering the whole field of bee people. <laughs> Google well, it, kids. Well, well, it's it's funny because I remember, um, you know, my first Galacticon was 2001. And so I remember meeting you. I met actually the first two people I met were Todd. I met after I met Tom and Leslie, I met Todd and Mark Ashby. Uh, but I remember meeting you. I remember meeting Pete. I remember meeting Jim. Um, you know, and I remember, I guess I just spoiled something there, but, 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 uh, you know, it, 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 we're, we're about to move on to it anyway, but, but it's, it, it's, it, it's kind of neat how, um, you know, the friendships develop and, and we often talk about how the game community really is, you know, it, it's a special place. And so it, it's, you know, it's kind of like a Galacticon becomes like a family reunion. So, uh, hopefully we have a lot of the family there this summer. So I guess I'll just, I'm open, you know, hopefully look, looking forward to it. Jim is also uh, with uh, Galacticon has been our trivia master for a number of years Uh, has, you know, developed all the champions of the galaxy trivia uh, questions for our last number of years and does an awesome job as a host. And um, And I've been a big fan of ever since he took over those hosting duties. I'm not going to lie. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And, and, and on top of that, uh, Jim, it also uh, donned the robes of Solaris and is, uh, and is uh, in, in, in the Champions of the Galaxy history is the, is the um, you know, has, has taken on that mantle and did an awesome job as that. So if you've you. not gone back and watched the live event, definitely do that and then listen to jim as uh uh, you know recanting the tales of of uh the greek gods and everything like that uh did an awesome job that was that was a hoot and you never know there may be a comeback there you go maybe that'd be awesome (laughs) thought we weren't supposed to call it a comeback (laughs) (laughs) that is so cool uh i love that and i you know i for one loved the uh the trivia uh at galacticon this past year you know which was my first galacticon uh and it's funny because the you know, a couple of days before when we had done the run through to make everything, make sure everything worked. Uh, we had done a, a trivia and I was uh, horrible. I was abominable. And then I don't know what happened, but somewhere in the space of those couple of days, something clicked. And I was like, I was like in the top five or something once we actually did it at, at the con. So I, I redeemed myself somewhat uh, in, in the trivia, but uh, I, it's I amazing it. what happens when they repeat the questions for you, Sam. That's not true at all. <laughs> now everybody's going to think that, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> but no, here, here's the thing. The trivia games, like everything else related with everything Phil Singer, were very open. Doesn't matter if you're a lifelong fan. Doesn't matter if you've just literally fallen off the turnip truck and walked into the room with us. You are welcome. Give it a shot. Have fun. Because you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are going to support you. And that's why we keep coming back. 
Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, that's been one of the greatest things about, you know, this past year with everything that's been happening virtually is I feel like I've just met so many cool people. I mean, obviously, everybody that's here right now on the Zoom and um, and felt more part of the community than ever before. And I've been somebody that's been like, you know, lurking around for over 20 years. And, you know, whether it's guest books or, or Yahoo groups or, you know, uh, the message boards, whatnot, it's it's so it's just been fantastic to be able to, you know, put faces to names and, and, and talk with everyone. And uh, the community is 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 awesome. And, and I think you're right. The, the, the trivia is definitely exemplary of that. Um, so uh, moving on to our next promoter here in our spotlight, Mr. Pete Beck. Pete, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Excellent. Well, we are glad to have you here with us. Uh, and, uh, you know, as I've asked everyone else, what is your earliest memory of wrestling? So my earliest memory of wrestling is watching. And so, you know, growing up, California, LA, 13 channels, and then you hit UHF. And UHF is where the wrestling was, but it was on a Mexican channel. And unfortunately, I don't speak Spanish. Um, <laughs> but it's not hard to understand what they were doing when they were punching each other in the throats. So um, that was, uh, you know, some of the Lucha Libre growing up in Los Angeles, you know, just catching some of that stuff when I was a, a little kid. Just that fascinated me. And just the in-ring action of seeing all that stuff. Um, I just couldn't couldn't get enough. I was probably like eight or nine years old. And my, my dad was like, what are you watching? But um, it hooked from from that that early age that is super cool i love that i love it, it just goes back to what i was saying hearing everybody's stories it's awesome um and then how did you get into the game so um i actually started getting wrestling magazines it's age 16 you know 16 17 years old and saw the ads um and you know i'm a pwi guy and you can blame pwi for it i actually kicked myself because i started seeing the ads when the original ads were out there and did not buy the game for a year so i didn't didn't jump on the on the purchase until 1987 which is of course after the first 500 and i bought it when i originally wanted it i would have gotten one of the first 500 sets but oh well <laughs> yeah i uh, you know i wouldn't have started that early but it, you know it took me probably i think two years before i finally pulled the trigger and once i did i was like man I could have been doing this two years ago. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and then what do you, what do you play in these days? Uh, do you have a fed that you currently run? Yeah, I do. Um, I just mainly run uh, the GWF. Um, my current fed is right now in 21, 28. Yeah. 21, 28. Um, uh, we, you know, being stationed in Hawaii, I blame Hawaii it, it, on my, my being behind because when you're stationed in Hawaii for three years, there's lots of other things to do rather than throw dice um, and so, you know, I, I kind of laughed a little bit of the time when I was, was, uh, stationed over there. <laughs> Understandable, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, and this gives me a perfect opportunity to mention too, that, you know, we plan on obviously having all four of you back at some point to do a larger promoter spotlight. So, uh, if anyone out there is listening is thinking like, Oh, he's in Hawaii. Let's learn more about that. We'll get there at some point, but we're just going to keep it short tonight. Cause we want to move on to our tournament, but you know, everybody's got great stories and we'd love to talk more for sure. Um, and then what are you watching these days as far as wrestling goes? So I watched, you know, AEW, uh, ROH, and um, WWE. I watched, watched, you know, all those are the three main things that that, that I get here on TV. Um, I would like to see more of the stuff over from Japan, New Japan, All Japan. Just it's it's not something that I uh, that I tune into just yet. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, it's understandable. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's, it's amazing because we have so much easier access to all of that now than we ever have before. Yet at the same time, it's it's the same issue that you have with just regular television. You know, it's you, you have to have like seven different streaming services these days if you want to watch everything. And it's true with wrestling. You know, it's like all Japan has a streaming service. New Japan has a streaming service. Noah's part of a streaming service. You know? So before you know it, it, you know, if you wanted to watch all your wrestling you've got seven more streaming services that you've got yeah. <laughs> and there's not enough hours of the day. So, uh, that's yeah, what I know that trust me. <laughs> yeah. Even retired Pete can't keep even up re- with all of it. Even retired. I just did air quotes because I'm not really retired, but yes, <laughs> I'm just, yes. Well, that's another, another story. <laughs> um, Todd, Mike, anything else for Pete? Well, I guess the, the main thing that I think Pete is known for by you know much of the community is his love for Death Knight, and I'm sure we'll get into that in the future. But yeah, okay, now he, that's what I wanted you know, Sam to see was was the ink there. Of course, the listeners can't wow. see that, but uh, yeah, the that's different faces of Death Knight. That is something else. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah. This is why we got to be on YouTube with these things. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I got a face for radio. We're going to stay in. I was wondering who would say it first. <laughs> awesome. Well, Pete, thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be a lot of fun. Happy to be here. And then last but certainly not least, spoiler alert, you've already been, you've already been alerted to his presence. Mr. Zeke Gould. Zeke, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. It's always good to see you. Uh, so what's your earliest memory of wrestling? Um, I first uh, started watching wrestling due to the, I would, I'd be, I was in, I think, sixth grade at the time and watching Saturday morning cartoons and I saw the, the, you know, the Hulk Hogan cartoon is what got me into wrestling the first time. That's awesome. That, I, I mentioned that actually like a week or so ago about how uh, it, it, that helped to turn me into a really big Roddy Piper fan just because he was so like on the cartoon. It was, I loved him. Um, and then when did you start playing the game? Well, I was playing, um, you know, the, the other game, Superstars, Superstar for Wrestling in the 80s. And in the ad, I, I, I first got Champs of Wrestling from uh, Champs of the Galaxy. Uh, with, there's the spike ad, babysitter ad. Somebody ordered me the the game, and I played a little bit. But then I stopped for whatever reason. I don't know why. And then uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I tended to like the real wrestlers, but then, you know, I always thought that Tom System was definitely the better game system. But I kind of leaned towards the real wrestlers for some reason. But and then I went away from it for a while from from all wrestling games. And then I came back once once Legends of Wrestling started in the early 2000s. So that's what, that's what got me back here. Nice. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I think probably part of my uh, like hesitance to like pull the trigger on, on purchasing the set is that, you know, they, they were, they were fictional wrestlers and I thought like, Oh, I want, maybe I want something with real wrestlers, but um, obviously it didn't, it didn't stop me from, from ordering eventually and it hasn't stopped me since. So, uh, but that is understandable. Um, we, we did take care of that problem in the interim. Well, that is very true. <laughs> and then, um, bit. Obviously, I, you know, you, you, you have a, a lot of feds going uh, on the board, so uh, I, I kind of know the answer to this, but uh, what are you currently running as far as the game goes? Yeah, well, uh, everything, but um, I usually, if I'm home on Friday nights, I usually play my Legends Fed once a week Friday now on Friday nights, and then um, every, well, right now I have played and posted every day in 2021. I'm, I'm going to try to do that for the entire year, um, and so far I haven't missed a day, but mostly it's Mostly it's my, my champs of, champs of the galaxy fit and doing the, the color card years and I'm in 
I started in 2025 at the end of 2020, and I'm currently in 2131. Wow. 12, 12, 12 shows a year, you know, one, one per month. I break them up into you know, 15 matches, five matches each, and I play like at least five a day. It's just to make progress a little bit each day. And then once I get caught up in that, I will mostly be playing Legends and Indies like once again, just once I get caught up with the, the castle. And Future Shock, lots of Future Shock, right? Yeah, once once that comes out, I'm I'm ready to go. Once the next set's able to come out, I'm, I'm uh, once it's um, I'm, uh, you know I, the, it, um, uh, once it's once it's ready. I'm, I'm kind of, the good thing about the delay is that then I can get caught up on this other stuff, and then I'll be ready to go into uh, to future shock. I'm really looking forward to it. Ventross is one of my favorite wrestlers and all of champions of the galaxy. I think this is the first color card that Ventross is getting. Is that right? First first printed color card, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm really yeah, I'm really he's one of my favorites. So. I'm really looking forward to that set. Really, well, I'm just gonna. Uh, we, we just want to keep you busy this year, Zeke. If you're gonna do it every day, if you're 365. If you're gonna do 365. We got to keep cranking out content for you. Oh, I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll. I'll it'll take me a while to get caught up there, and then I'll, and I'll play my Indies and Legends. And I don't know if I can do that all year long. But we'll see how it goes. But. That's a cool endeavor. It really is. I, you know, I, I've tried to at least play every day um you know for probably not since the beginning of the year but certainly the past couple months so uh posting every day though that i mean that kind of takes it to a whole new level i love it i love it um and then what are you currently watching oh it depends what day of the week it is uh i there's something new on every day so today uh champ i will watch i haven't watched nba yet but i'll watch that later tonight and then uh nxt is on and and so i'll watch a little bit of each day when i have time and then same with AEW, and then uh, and same with Impact. If I have time, I watch a little bit more each day. And then on Fridays, if I'm home, I watch SmackDown. If not, I'll read results. And then Saturdays, Ring of Honor, and sometimes GCW's on. And um, so, yeah, a little bit each, a little, a little bit of wrestling each. I watch a little bit each day. And you're going to a lot of live shows still too, right? Like, I mean, you you've you've attended you know pretty much as much as you can, haven't you? Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm going this weekend to three of them. Uh, GCW makes its first Las Vegas appearance this weekend, so um, that's awesome. There's a doubleheader on Saturday and then a, and then a stacked FSW show on Friday with actually Jordan Oliver and, and uh, challenging Hammerstone for the title uh, for the main event, which will be good. And, um, so I think it'll be good. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I go to, there's been a, a lot lately I've been going to. And, of course, going to the shows in person is how you've netted us so many wonderful signings for the game as well. Um, yeah, a lot, a, lot of times, a lot of times I've been, I've been fortunate to, to get some good signings for the games. So has yeah. a lot of um, um, he so says fortunate, but he I mean he actually should just say I'm awesome at it. That's that right. Just be what he says. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, yeah, just just uh, just just happy to help out and do what if I if I, if I uh, if we get some cool names. That's that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and we're, we're working on another name this past weekend that we're trying to get. Uh, um, but uh, but um, we'll see how that goes. Excellent. Well, hey, I look forward to to when uh, you know full disclosure can come, and we know and we know what we're getting next. But uh, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to the best of the indies 2021. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic set. Uh, you know, my indie fed has been one that I focused a little bit more on recently. So being able to add some of those names will be fantastic. Especially, I'm really looking forward to, to Tony Deppin and, and Jordan Oliver um, and Lee Moriarty. I mean, I, yeah, the, the the whole set is is pretty fantastic. Uh, it, you know, it's funny because Lee Moriarty, of course, you know, we we hyped up as being 
being the IWTV champion, but he lost the title recently uh, to Wheeler, Utah, which is great because that's somebody else that we already have in the game. So, uh, you know, promoters can can roll out that match and see what happens. They had, I, I don't know if any of you have had the chance to see it. It's on IWTV. I mean, it was, it was I think, 50, 50 plus minutes uh, they oh, went, wow. yeah, uh, uh, for the, for the title change, it was absolutely incredible. Just, uh, I, I mean, it, 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 it's easy to say something like this, but you, you know, when you see matches that, that go that long, uh, it's such a testament to how well conditioned they are as athletes. And the fact that they were able to keep it interesting, tell such a wonderful story and, uh, you know, provide people with just an awesome title change. It was, it was a great match. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to bringing Lee Moriarty in. Um, and just to kind of follow up with that, uh, you know, just a little little preview, you know, before our coming attractions later on, Zeke will be back on the podcast in, in a couple of weeks uh, to help us break down all of the indie stuff for Best of the Indies 2021. Uh, and then what's going on in Promoter Prime. We got uh, three really cool cards for that that we'll uh, be announcing. But once everything's announced, we'll, we'll have Zeke back on uh, to help break down that and kind of talk everything indies then. Man, it just dawned on me that I think I only know one of the promoter prime names, and now I really want to know the other two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know which one you know, though. <laughs> you, you, you do. <laughs> well, I yeah, I, Zeke, thank you so much for joining us, uh, and I'm looking forward to having you on again here in, in a couple of weeks and, and really going you know for a deep dive into the set. I, I always love talking to you, and uh, you know, as we've talked about before, even on podcasts, uh, when you came out to Chicago and we got to see you know. Naito at AAW over at Logan Square Auditorium. It was a fun time. So uh, hopefully we get to do that again at some point in the future. Um, but uh, Todd, I think I think I hear uh, I think I hear the tournament bell ringing here now. Uh, so take it away, tournament master. What what oh. are we doing tonight? All righty, it is. Oh, we got the bell. All right, nice. Uh, it is tournament time, folks. So I, I don't even think there's a royalty due on that bell. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all right so tournament time so this is a new feature we're having out there love to hear everybody's feedback on it uh if there's something we want to see uh come back i think this will be something you know as long as people enjoy it we'll keep on bringing it back and have different panelists there but very happy to have on uh jim jim pete and zeke with us tonight uh just wanted to bring in some people who you know know their champions of the galaxy uh so you know zeke a little bit you know newer kind of running through a lot of that uh, then you know jim obviously our trivia master pete longtime uh promoter and then uh, jim Steele, you know uh, you know, synonymous with cotg here so our uh, our topic tonight is champions of the galaxy home worlds so what is our favorite so now you guys can use whatever criteria you want and feel free as we go through matchup by matchup tell us the criteria that maybe helps decide that uh we have seven of us on the uh on the, the panel here tonight uh, so as we go through, you know, majority will take it and, uh, there we go. Uh, all right. We're going to start off with our first matchup in the first round. So just so you know, this is WrestleMania four style. So it is a 14, uh, tor- 14, uh, entry tournament. And there is two, you know, two of them got buys and we'll meet in the first match of the second round. All right. And uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a doozy of a matchup in the second round. Let me tell you that. But we're gonna kick off the first round here. First matchup 
is uh, between two planets uh, that have been known to have some very strange creatures associated with it. We have the planet of Brimstone versus Neptune and all the uh, cosmic zoo creatures there. So we're going to start off, well, let's see. We'll start off with Jim Steinhoff. This is a really smart matchup because you, you nailed it on the head. Some of the most unusual creatures who have found their way to a wrestling ring have come from one of these two planets. When you have brimstone, you, are, you can talk about creatures like blazing skull, cyclopes, hunger and serpentine. The <laughs> legends continue. And then on Neptune, you have a cosmic zoo that's a who's who. You have the creeper. You have sectarian, and you have those wild and crazy guys like Tarak, Renegade, and let's not forget, originally, Vanity came from Neptune. So those, it's a worthy toss-up, but for me, I got to give my vote to Brimstone just because they're consistently bringing the danger year in, year out, Whereas on Neptune, they kind of go a few years without anything happening. So for consistency, make mine Brimstone. All right. Brimstone gets a vote. All right. Let's move it over to uh, the other Jim, Hardcore Jim Steele. What is your vote? Brimstone. He's a, Brimstone just had better, char- better characters and less jobbers. Less jobbers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's toss it over to Pete Beck. Um, the, the deciding factor here is a, a guy named Malef, if I'm saying that right. There, there's, if you're going to bring in a gargoyle as a manager, you, you win this battle. I, I'm a little torn, but Brimstone gets the, gets the nod. Okay, good. Brimstone. So Brimstone, take it All right, Zeke, is it going to be a sweep here? Well, um... I'm going to go with Neptune just, just for nostalgia reasons because uh, when I'm, pl- I'm playing the um, – I've got a color card fit with different chapters right now. I'm also playing the, the, the newly re- the release, release sets. Um, and for some reason, uh, I don't know how they did it, but um, Beast Rider and Renegade won my initial tag team championship. Um, <laughs> then after that, they won my initial IP tag team championship. And both, I mean, the both cases, the range were short and it didn't do anything since, but uh, they, they made some history. And so, I don't know, just for uh, just for two pieces of history in my personal fit, I'll go with, I'll go with Neptune. It's okay, Zeke, you're not the only one that the, the Beast Rider and uh, Renegade. Renegade, Jesus, I'm pulling blanks. Yeah, Beast Rider and Renegade won their initial championships. It's okay, Renegade. everyone's nervous on their first roll up, but it's okay. We're good, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm actually going to throw a vote at Neptune too, just because you know I, I like a lot of the guys uh, from there too, including uh, you know getting to have uh, Tarek on that Champions of the Galaxy live event there, played by one of my favorites, Robert Evans. So I'm gonna th- I'm just gonna throw my vote at, at Neptune too. Uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see if they job out here. Uh, let's go to Sam. What do, what do what do you say? It's really tough uh, because one of the things that I, you know, that I was thinking and I, and I checked my handy dandy encyclopedia Galaxia just in case uh, is that if, if you look at 
at like you know Blazing Skull and and Malef and you know some of the others, you have to ask: Are they actually from Brimstone? Because they're considered fourth realm. So if I if I disqualify them as being Brimstonian, then I'm left with Neptunians, and I think oddly enough, even though ah oh man, Omen, I man, I, Omen was one of my favorite managers, uh, you know, in, in sort of the the latter day. Uh, th- there's just some great guys, but you know what? I am. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go with Brimstone. I'm going to go with Brimstone. I'm doing it. Brimstone. Brimstone, it is. So, Mike, what, what was what was going to be your vote? Well, I mean, it's 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 obviously tough. Um, I think there's a lot of uh, old history with Neptune obviously Brimstone's had more of a spotlight in recent years um you know I, I think if Sectarian had pulled out an extra couple of good years in him I might have gone with Neptune but I think I probably would have gone with Brimstone as well okay Brimstone takes it in the first round all right so Mike since you, you know your vote didn't uh, quite count there you're gonna get the first uh, vote on this I, one I, I thought every vote counted Tom. well yeah every vote does count <laughs> yeah but <laughs> All right, we're going to go uh, with uh, two planets primarily known for their heroes. Uh, we're going to go a, a matchup between Cetus and Omicron. You know, I, I mean, I, Omicron was really uh, a great idea Tom had. It allowed him to sort of put some super-powered characters in with, you know, unique abilities. I think, you know, Max Shield, one of my favorites, Genocide, a real, I mean, real big fan of genocide um but um omega alpha force star war i mean i gotta go with cetus all right let's uh move over to pete beck Uh, it's really hard to to go against the first family of the gwf so that uh it's a Cetus vote for me, but I, but I was hoping that this was going to be at the other end. But um, yeah, Cetus is a, a yeah, a lot, lot of tough, lot of tough matchups here. But yeah, yes. Omicron, Omicron's got a got a tough draw on this one for sure. All right, let's uh, move over to uh, Zeke. Um, I got to go with Cetus. It's uh, in the, they're, they're the, uh, in the twenty ninety. If I remember, I have to start the 2091 since I, I got it now, but I haven't started it. Um, Star Wars has just been dominant, so I got to go with I got to go with Cetus. And speaking of Omega, I'm looking forward to sometime in the upcoming future, whenever it's possible, that hopefully Mike and Robin, whoever, uh, can give us the classic years in color with Omega in color. I'm really hoping that will happen at some point. Yeah, that Omega card uh, originally. I love that card. Uh, you know, and the, well, I say, but I'd say black and white, but blue and white actually. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that I would love to see that as well. Yeah. Uh, sidebar: We should talk about whether we want them in color or we want them in, you know, sepia, like we did for the uh, uh, the old school guys for wrestling. So, but that's a Ooh. separate discussion. I want them to be 3D holographic chess pieces like in Star Wars. <laughs> that's, I think that's more like it. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well, 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 like I said, well, that'll be a separate podcast, I think, maybe. We'll have a round table. All right. Let's move on up to Jim Steinhoff. Oh, man. I was hoping this wouldn't be one of them because this one's tough. This one is double tough. But I have to go with Omnicron. Not to dismiss the amazing talent that came from Cetus, the first family of wrestling, 
to the up and coming stars of of the Federation Defense Fighters. I can't dismiss that. But Omnic but the but the people from Omnicron were game changers. You had Max Shield, you had Blizzard, you had Genocide, you had Nefaris and Vendetta. You had some you had characters come along who brought more than just wrestling acumen. They brought a whole nother power game that hadn't been seen really in the game. So for the sake of them being game changers, I'm giving the vote to Omicron. Okay. Omicron gets a vote there. All right, let's move over to Jim Steele. I agree with Jim Omicron. Omicron getting another vote here. All right. All right, yeah, definitely some cool characters uh, from that one. A lot more interesting uh, powers than, you know, just the plain old, you know, ma- forget, you know major heroes on Cetus. <laughs> don't forget about Wraith either. Oh, yeah, Wraith, that's true, yeah. Yeah, good good update to him, too. Didn't see uh, that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't. They're going to take us off the air for that one. <laughs> that, doesn't that get you banned in India? <laughs> Mark, wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time. all right sam let's move over to you well as everyone said it's a really hard one and omicron is like brought some of my favorite characters ever genocide max shield uh, a mike molesky creation heckles who is one of my favorite uh, early classics characters and is my current tag team champion with kaiman but i I gotta go with cetus because you know i omega star warrior bloodline alpha i mean it's just uh, I, i can't not i can't not Hey, don't blame me. That would have gotten my vote too. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's kind of tough. Yeah, Omicron, very cool planet, but I mean, that's it's just the home of so many like huge guys in the Champions of the Galaxy universe. It's it's tough to to uh to, to not vote him, at least at this point here. So well, they're gonna have some tougher matchups coming up for sure. All right, let's move on over to um our next vote. So the, our next uh, matchup is two planets that uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the only two planets to host the perennial besides Deimos, and is Ooh. Centra versus Castellix. So this is an interesting one here. Let's uh, start this one off uh, with... Uh, we, we have to be careful there. There was one other planet that had a perennial. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, Mensa. I'm this... Mensa did have the perennial. Mensa did have a perennial. Okay. I, I, okay. During the Sorry, I had, to, I had to jump in there. Jim no. was gonna, I saw Jim was going to have a coronary if I didn't bring that. <laughs> Sign my, off. My heart is. doctor thanks you for that. Okay. <laughs> Well, just just to make up for that, let's let's start off with Jim Steinhoff on the vote here uh, this time. The one thing these two planets have in common, aside from the great talent, is these are worlds that reacted to wrestling suddenly being dumped in their lap. Centra was just Centra and Castellix were minding their own business when the phenomenon known as the GWF kind of crash landed in the in the town square and said. Hey, guess what, folks? You now have a wrestling promotion. We're real. We're here. And we're going to shake things up. And of the two, I thought I was going to go the one way with this, but I'm going to, but I'm seeing more now. I've got to go with Centra to get my vote because while, let's be honest, if the GWF landed in your town tonight and announced their presence, 
I'm not quite sure how people would react, but I know that the people of Centra, Corporal Aegeus, Trench, Warfare, even to the lesser degrees, the Rousers, the Grovels, that they basically stood up and said, okay, you're here, fine. We want in on this. We want to defend our home turf. Got to give it to Centra. All right, Centra getting a vote. Let's move over to Zeke. I got to go with Centra. It's it's um it's it's um it's a planet in the game. It's also it's also the home of two of my favorite feds of all time, with the ACE, if if I said that correctly, and then that's mm-hmm. in the for future shock right now. You know, it's uh, um, so I got to go. I got to go with Centra just 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 because of. Uh, not just for the people that, that all the all the talent talent that comes from there, but just for the fact that it is home to two incredible feds. Um, so I, I got I got to go Centra. All right, Centra gets another vote. All right, Pete Beck. So while I love all the theatrics that Castellix brings with you know with Godsend and Lady Godsend and Demon Godsend and all the you know just them being in charge and and having that control. Um, Centra just over the years is it's a it's a mainstay. It literally has the staying power that Castalix just hasn't shown just yet. I mean, it's it's great. Don't get me wrong, it's great. Um, and we've had some some fantastic stuff. You know, last couple of sets coming from there. Uh, you know, bringing in uh, the super more superheroes. You know, literally bringing in superheroes into the game. Uh, but Centra just has the same staying power. It's just um, Murdoch, Aegis. Um, you know, uh, Primus, the, the you know the the, the folks from Primus, um, Pagan Axe. You, you you can't go wrong. Those are there's that's there. That's where it comes comes to. So, Centra. Okay, Centra. That's getting three there. All right, Jim Steele. All right, Centra. All right, we get Centra. Gets another vote there. All right, um, now Mike. You know, are you are you going to go against the book here and and go, uh, you know, go against Centra, or, or is that going to get your vote too? Does this vote count? I just want to make sure. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was going to leave you to end anyway, no matter what, you know. So no, I I think that um, you know, even even if you take out the future shock uh, line and and we just look at this, you know, so I take this from a, a an unbiased standpoint entirely. There's so much that happened in Centra. Um, and, and the repercussions, if you look at it really from, um, you know, when, when the GWF, you know, first leaves in, in 2110 and arrives on Centra and, and go all the way through really, you know, to, uh, you know, the end of, of that whole story arc, new beginnings, basically you would say, well, okay, that ends the whole Centra thing, but then we have the ACE, which then, you know, continues on the story. So, I mean, to me, it was just such a prevalent storyline for so long. I think Pete hit it right on the head. It, it's it's not that Castellix doesn't have a great story. It does, but but it doesn't have the staying power of Centra. So that's where I would have voted. Even 
future shock you, aside. future shock taken out okay that's good to know <laughs> sam what about you yeah i would have gone with centra as well i i feel like that everything that everyone has said is is right on the money and even from a more personal perspective i had so much fun playing out those years those were some of my favorite fed years to play out and and there was something about being disconnected from everything that that was normal and everything that had come before um and and getting some new blood of course as well uh it was just yeah there was just so so much cool stuff and i and i loved ace i i played my ace fed like crazy um you know for a while and then of course i'm, I'm a huge fan of future shock as well so i just think that that not only did did tom create this the, you know this wonderful place where all these you know cool things happened over the course of the sets that he did but it was so ripe that then you had other people come in and contribute to that you know with like chris osk and then of course with mike and i think that that it just speaks to how special that location is well and i think you you hit on something really cool there sam is that you know a lot of us watch you know wrestling to unplug right i mean that that's part of the whole deal is we're trying to get away a little bit and 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 center was the ultimate getaway for the GWF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is going to be the uh, first. Would, would you? Have, here. Would, would, would you would have gone there too, Todd? Yeah, yeah I would have gone there. Yeah, Centro as well. Yeah. So we got a seven zero sweep on this one here. You know? <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know, God send. You know, you're, you're, and he just but, can't take the break. I think the problem is he got cut off from. Big godsend. Yeah, right? I think right. so. Godsend. I think that that's, the that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't manipulate this vote at all. So, there you go. but I will say though, on the I'll go on the record. I think the Basilisk is one of the most exciting characters mm-hmm. I've seen in the last few years. So I, you know, sorry that you went zero and seven, but you have the Basilisk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and Castelix has has provided already some really cool, you know, elements uh, uh, that I'm sure, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about, you know, three, four, five years from now. But you know, just in the grand scheme of things, you know, kind of like what Pete said, it's like Centra's kind of a, a proven commodity, whereas Castelix just isn't quite there yet. You know. Yep. Agreed. All right, we move on to our fourth matchup here, the first round, and this is a classic feud right here. Uh-oh. We have the plant, we have the Moon of Titan against CTA 102. Ooh. All right, let's start this one off with Sam. I mean, I, I don't even have to think about it, honestly. I got to go with Titan. I'm a Titan guy. I've been a Titan guy since day one. I opened that setup. I saw Lord Nexus and Pit Viper and Pulsar, and I was like, they're my guys. I even, as 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 a young 13-year-old, fresh-faced youngster, pushed that 2087 Pulsar card to the moon. <laughs> I'm not joking. I gave him every shot possible and in my very first fed which i did do a reboot you know some years later he did win the title because executioner upset oh now i can't remember who it was but executioner upset somebody for the belt and so uh i put pulsar against him and and it wasn't too hard so i should have never done it it was bad booking but damn it (laughs) i just love the titans and lord nexus was my first ever champ in the first tournament that i ran the day i got the set lord nexus won my tournament all right, big uh, Titan fan. There. All right, let's go up to Pete Beck. Oh, so I'm probably in the minority on this one, but I'm going with CTA. Uh, you know, CTA. I thought you might. And, 
So there's there's two reasons for this. Number one is grit. Grit yes. is just so much fun. I am I'm not kidding. Pound for pound, baby. The you know, baby. Say the, pound for pound. He was pound for pound. I'm telling it. <laughs> <pound for pound. laughs> and the other one is the uh, the the redrawing of Kraken. Kraken, however you want to say it. Um, I've always said Kraken, which is, I know, wrong. Um, but the original redrawing where he, he has that mustache that's like almost, it's black, but it's almost blue, it's so black. That drawing is is fantastic. I, I And, you know, he's a military guy, so the military guy's going to go with the military guy and going to go with, <laughs> with the military people. Uh, so I'm, I'm a CTA 102 guy. All right. I, I, that's, why, that's why I wanted to throw it to you. I wanted to make sure we got a CTA vote in there. All right. Uh, let's move over to Jim Steele. Titans. Titans. All right. Uh, let's see. How about uh, Mike? Well, I mean, it, you know, the Titans, I mean, Lord Nexus and Pit Viper were my first tag team champions, I have to say. Um, you know, I, I think... To me, it's it, this. This comes down to a depth issue. Um, you know, I, I look at um, you know CTA one hundred and two. We've got grit, we've got Kraken, then we start to drop off, right? <laughs> I mean, that, that that that's whereas with Titan, I can go Lord Nexus, Billy Joe Boxer, Dragon Master. You know, like you start going down, and even today, you know, if we go back to the classics, we've got you know, Moonstrike and Solar Flare, we, we've got today, you know, you've got um, Kenji, you've got the, the whole Titan team. Now, I, I think you got to go with the Titans just on depth. All right. So we got to vote for Titans there. All right. Let's move over to Sorry, Jim Pete. Steinhoff. <laughs> that is- <laughs> let's see. This one's, well, let's, let's see. This one's going to be pretty straightforward. Can't win the first sudden death. Can't win the second sudden death. Lost the Galactic War. CTA 102 has no business in this tournament. Titans oh. all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You can't argue with that one. There's Zeke. Any, any arguments on your side? I would. I would have gone with the Titans uh, in my uh, in my Central Fed. Uh, Lord Lord Nexus won my annual Central Warfare match, and he went on to hold my ROC Ring of Center, Ring of Center Championship for a while. And I would, yeah, I, I would I would have gone with the Titans for sure. Although solar that solar card, I, I played out the, I'm in twenty one thirty one and I played I have played at twenty one thirty six and solar's been undefeated though it's it's been my interplanetary champion it's done very well but I'd still go with the Titans. All right, so I, I do just want to throw out there real quick that one thing that I thought about with both Brimstone and with CTA one hundred two is that the the women competitors from those planets were some of my favorites to use Serpentine and Hunger from uh, Brimstone and then Sniper from CTA yeah Sniper was one of my yeah. favorite women competitors uh, I, I just I loved using her and she held my my women's championship for a while um, so uh, uh, yeah it, it, Titans were going to win no matter what but. I, I do want to throw a little love to CTA 102. <laughs> there's a little known fact. Well, maybe it's not little known, but if you look at the Mott and Cram card, mm-hmm. there's a guy that's like right behind Mott and Cram someplace in there with a mustache and a bald head and bumps on it. Yeah, we know that guy. Yeah, yeah I know movie. that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, let's, and we'll give Craig and his due. Best mustache in professional wrestling. There, yes. I did that. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a yeah, he's a good. He's, a, he's got a good taste in football too. <laughs> yes. <There you> go. <laughs> uh, 
All right. All right. So we move from one of our classic uh, feuds there uh, to another one and uh, bring it a little closer to home. We have Earth versus Cygnus. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? Cygnus, I believe, is how Cygnus? it's. All right. Yep. All right. Cygnus. Cygnus. All right. So Earth versus Cygnus. All right. Let's start off uh, with Zika this one. Oh, no. Okay. I was hoping you wanted uh, can you uh, um Can you tell me who's on Cygnus real quick? Comrade Terror, Tong Soon. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, right now. All right. Um, I would probably go with. Um, I'd probably go. I probably. I probably go with. With. I probably. I, probably, I love Commerter. Um, but I would probably go with. I probably. I don't know. I, that's a tough one. Um, I would. Um, I'd. One of my least favorite characters is from Earth, and that's Adam Trader. But. Uh, but. Uh, but. <laughs> but Adam Blast was one of your favorites, right? He was all right, yeah. Was, <laughs> um, yeah, well, we we can come I'll, back to you, Zeke, if you want. If you want a couple minutes to, to hear some other arguments there, yeah, um, pro- probably. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll come we'll come back. We'll come back. All right, let's start off here uh, this time uh, with Jim Steele. What, what where where do you stand on the Earth versus uh, Cygnus uh, Earth, feud here? Because a little bit of a talent. A little bit more talent on the earth there. The, the Greeks are on on earth, so obviously that that's yeah. a big plus in there. Uh, Russians too. Yep. Okay. All right. To earth there. Let's move over to uh, Mike. Well, I, I think this this comes you know again back down to to a depth issue. If you if you really if we look at Cygnus, we've got you know Comrade Terror Dreadnought. We've got Tongstoon Soldier of Fortune. Magnus, Destroyer of Worlds, and then, I mean, Torpor, um, kind of dropping off a little there. Um, <laughs> if, if, if we go to Earth, you know, we've got, you know, the Greek gods, we've got Commander Sam, Adam Blast, Greg Valentine, <laughs> um, you know, the Executioner, Mike Fortune, Um <laughs> You know, so so we start to really get into it. I I just think that Earth's depth uh, overtakes the awesomeness of Dreadnought. All right, uh, let's see. Let's go over to uh, Jim Steinhoff. This one's a tough one because I have mad respect for the fighters out of Cygnus. From the first time Magnus Destroyer of Humans showed up in the early years to what I thought was the show stealing feud in the second sudden death. Wait, one, two, two. the third sudden death series. Sorry. The third sudden death series. I think the Sagnus versus the FDF. I think that stole the show. It had a very hyped main show. That's where, but that one was where the action is. So mad respect to Sagnus, but I've got to be blunt. I'm very biased towards the earth, not just for the amazing talent roster that was just listed off, which also you can add to that um, U.S. male American guy, Latasha, Ms. Liberty and Scion Nexus, who's originally from Montreal. Mm -hmm. And also, I'll be blunt. um, I keep my stuff on planet Earth, so. Yeah, planet Earth. <laughs> planet Earth. All right, so that gets another one here. Let's go over uh, to Pete Beck. 
Um, I, I think this one wins wins the contest. Um, there's there's only one person that has to be from planet Earth to, to do this, and that is Akuma the Ninja. Um, and so, because the original the original uh, bootleg uh, card uh, that was in the card format comes from Earth, so that, that that's what it is. There you go. Akuma. All right. And I think there's like five Earthlings in the first set when you really kind of count it up. Time travel included. There are five. Uh, there's Sam. Uh, who's not a time traveler, but then uh, the Greek gods and Genghis Khan and um, Executioner. Executioner. Yep. So okay. I think that's the most, most people out of the first set actually came from Earth, I think. I'm not positive, but I think. All right. Sam, right. Uh, Sam, does Earth have your support as well? It does. It does, which is which is a little difficult because Cygnus, I mean, does hold a special place in my heart. I think in some ways Cygnus might be my favorite of kind of like the the villain planets, if you will, because I, I mean, I love Comrade Terror. Uh, yeah, he just had some incredible matches in, in my first fed. And then uh, Mangus, of course, I, I thought was an incredible character. And in my early classics fed, his his feud with Commander Sam has been you know pretty legendary. Uh, I was a big Maelstrom fan, too. And then, of course, you got Tong Soon slash Soldier of Fortune. So it's it, it, it's tough because there were some incredible characters. Uh, and it's probably one of my favorite like villainous planets, like I said. But, yeah, you got to give it to Earth. OK. Uh, Zeke, uh, any any decision by you yet? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Earth. I mean, another guy, uh, um, Shane, I like. He's from, he's from Earth, from Wyoming. Good point. Um, yeah, although I'd, I'd pick uh, Comrade Terror over Adam Trader overall. <laughs> Not a big fan of Adam Trader. I didn't, you know, I didn't realize he was. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I guess the, the, the swastika there, you know, definitely yeah. do something there. So, you, you, oh. should, you should definitely follow the future stock, uh, future shock storylines, though, Z. Oh, yeah. There is an alternate reality where Adam Blast is a much better hero. Oh, yes, yeah, true. One thing that I wanted to add too uh, is Earth also gives us uh, Magnus Colby, yep. and like oh. Colby's incredibly important. So the man, the man who changed the game forever, right? Yeah. Wow. Hailing yeah, from, that, so, from so Scotland. many good names from, from Earth. That now, I mean, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go against that. I'm going to throw my token vote at, at Cygnus here. <laughs> you know, part of us, you know, we're, we're talking about an intergalactic. You know, your wrestling federation. You know, fighters from around the universe. You know, I, I want to go outside of you know just Earth. I mean, I think a lot of guys are from Earth. You know, they could. You know, some of these guys probably could be from other planets. You know, you know, if it's written, you know, written proper, you know, different ways. You know, you can you can do that. I'm going to get Cygnus. I think is a really cool planet. Some awesome, you know, you know, alien guys there. Uh, I thought it was really interesting hearing on the um, uh, on the uh, Uncharted Territories podcast recently how they thought of different colors of the different guys mm-hmm. in there instead of the standard green. You know, I think everybody there has usually been colored green and kind of hearing, oh, I pictured him as red or purple or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I think that that's kind of cool. And, you know, maybe maybe in the future we'll, we'll see some of that from Cygnus. I'm, I'm going to throw my vote there, just, you know, give them some love and, you know, make sure, you know, if they do decide to, you know, attack here in, you know, 40 years that maybe I'm spared. So that, that's, you know, it's, this oh, it's all a plot for that. The war. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you might have just given them the confidence to start yeah. the war. Yes. Maybe <laughs> I might have. <laughs> all right. We're going to go to our last matchup of the first round. And this one, some two kind of mysterious areas here. You know, maybe we don't know everything about it there. Um, we're going to uh, match up Dimension X against draco 
So Draco and the, the clone world within there as well. Uh, and uh, so uh, versus the whole of Dimension X, you know, there's lots of different guys who come from there, different vectors that we know of. The, you know, you don't know exactly which guys are from which vectors, except for one of them. We know which one that guy's from. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's start off with uh, let's start with Mike on this one. Uh, you know, I- I'm just going to drop it for Dimension X. I mean, Paragon, Mr. Centrus slash Vector One, Chaos Man of Power, Matador. It's just, you know, you've got uh, Rack and Ruin. To me, those are so many great characters that, you know, we're, we're just going to, I'm just going to mic drop the uh, Dimension X guys. <laughs> All right, so that's a vote for Dimension X. Uh, let's move over to uh, Jim Steele. Dimension X. Got another vote for Dimension X here. Okay. Uh, let's move over to Jim Steinhoff. Well, here's the thing. You could, what do you want in your Fed? Do you want the best wrestlers ever created because if you want the created ones you go to draco it's a clone world any wrestler from the past they're there or do you want the wrestlers who were made who forged their own destinies who left dimension x came into this dimension and turned the industry on its ear we're talking about chaos we're talking matador of M23. We're talking Paragon, Janice the Overman, and even one person who left to go there and came back a bigger star in Alpha Force. So I like I like those who make themselves more than those who are created for us to like Dimension X all the way. All right, that's a vote for Dimension X. Let's go to Sam. Yeah, I got. I mean, I, I like vampires and all, and you know, but uh, and clones. But uh, I got to go with uh, Dimension X. I, the, the talent is undeniable, um, and I, yeah, I'll just keep it at that. Pete, any arguments? No, Sam said it. Just the talent that, that's coming out of Dimension X is is almost unrivaled, darn yeah. near unrivaled. Zeke. I've got to go with Dimension X's. Manator M83 is one of my favorites, along with Ventross and a couple others. So I've got to go with Matt. I've got to go with uh, Dimension X. All right, Dimension X. Well, Dimension X is going to get in a sweep. And I think one other name from Dimension, I think the first Dimension X name, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is Mesmer. Mesmer, right? yeah. That's mm-hmm. the first one from Dimension yeah. X. So. Uh, and then definitely cool that, that Dimension X classic set that, that, that was out there, kind of spotlighting a couple guys. You know, definitely really cool area um yeah you got a whole dimension there i mean that's a lot of, a lot of guys you could pull from so you know that, that, that's and i always i always felt bad there wasn't more love for rafaki i thought he was a cool design great character i'm maybe down the road in these years where there are future shocks and <laughs> trips to the past and whatnot i'd love to see him make a comeback because i think he was yeah. a character that he, he had he had the he had the goods 
and just never had a chance to show them off. So Jim, Jim, I think it was a tragic case of him being confused with the Lion King character. I think that was it. <laughs> I think it was just people who just did, it was bad, bad juju on the <laughs> as, as well as arguably being overshadowed by his tag team partner, you know, because you know. <laughs> Uh, Todd, here's a here's a here's a question to step outside of the tournament for a quick set. Uh, can you tell fellow promoters uh, is Dimension X Classics available at all for people to order? Uh, it is available as a printable PDF only at this point. So you know, I have a couple. I do have a couple spare sets of some of the classic sets. Not all of them. Uh, do I know have Classics three thousand? I think I have. 2074 maybe some 2079 but i'm not sure beyond that how much i do have uh, but uh yeah you can still pick it up as a printable pdf though fantastic all right so we have completed the first round and we are moving on to round number two and uh just like the wrestlemania 4 tournament the second round kicks off with a doozy you know, that one had Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Here, we are starting off with Aethra versus Andromeda. Oh. Oh. You thought this might be the finals, but no, it is in the second round. Oh. All right, I'm going to give everyone a little bit of a chance to kind of gather themselves, <laughs> get their thoughts together. Aether versus I, I, think, I think, you know, this is one of those matchups you really got to sit back and think about. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, if you need a snack, kind of gather some strength here. Let's let, let, let's get a drink. Yeah, or drink. <laughs> if I if I tell you what, while you guys do that, may I just say something really quick? Hi there, folks watching out there in internet land. Are you wondering what the heck we're talking about? Are you looking for something fun to do? Are you looking to spice up your days as now we're all coming out of COVID and we're looking to have more fun? Well, then get on board with Phil Singer Games. Phil Singer Games provides some of the best wrestling action that you can find. Play it online. Play it by yourself. Play it with friends. Sets are available at philsingergames.com. Lots of products, lots of options. Check them out. I feel like games. I feel like that's like one of those call letter drops that they do on the radio, you know, yeah. like where you get like Bon Jovi saying, "Hey, listen to W." You know, like yeah. I, I'm going to just start putting that into every episode. Right, we'll just drop it <laughs> in. randomly, dropping it. Steinhoff, yeah. you know, bang. <laughs> I was I was only three minutes off on the letter drop. Actually, that that's the the FCC ruling. The reason why you hear stations do the letter drop within five minutes to the top of the hour, five minutes past. You have to identify your call signals and your frequency number. Yep. All right. Well, I think we've gathered ourselves enough time here, hopefully. We've stalled long enough. I know this is a big, big decision here. It's a tough one. Aether versus Andromeda. And I'm going to send it over. And I I think his his vote might surprise you. We're going to send it over to hardcore Jim Steele for the first vote of this one. (laughs) Uh, Andromeda, Andromeda. All right, so I, I I thought he might go Aether. That was like, the most predictable vote in the whole. That, that was the predictable thing. vote. Like if yeah. you thought that if you thought he was going against Wolf, 
than the Annie <laughs> you... <laughs> No way. See, I know. I, in the past, I know when this has come up, he's voted for Aether. I thought he might vote Todd, for Aether. It was going to be Wolf and Andromeda all Gotta the way with Jim Steele. <laughs> I had no doubt in my mind. All right. All right. Wolf's taking it here for the first vote here. So, all right. Aether versus Andromeda. Let's go with the second vote. Let's go over to Sam. I mean, this is absolutely the most difficult one we've had so far. Like Omicron and 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 Cetus was a little difficult, but but this is definitely. I mean, this is ten times as hard. Uh, that's what she said. Um, so <laughs> I think that. Look, Andromeda is responsible for some of the just the most amazing talent. And, and obviously Wolf is, you know, the, the poster boy uh, for the game through, you know, through 35 plus years, like Wolf is your poster boy. That's, that's all there is to it. But I don't know that there has ever been a more important planet when it comes to the talent and what has happened as a result of that talent coming to the GWF than Aethra, even more so than Andromeda. I've got to go with Aethra. It's really difficult. However, Thunder is also from Aethra. Thunder is my favorite GWF character of all time. Therefore, by proxy, it's easy to say Aethra. I think that we'll probably see them in the finals. They were the, they were my my pick to probably win the whole thing. We'll see what happens. That's my okay. vote. We'll see what happens. It could be tough here. Yeah. All right. Let's let's go over to Pete Beck and see uh, see what his vote is here. Yeah, I'm sitting here scrolling through the the the, the people from each planet um, as as we're doing this. Um, you know, Aether started off so strong. I mean, with the original set, the first couple of sets, bringing in Spike, bringing in Mayhem, uh, lots of fun, and then even like you know the 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 vanguard coming into vanguard but then after the vanguard they've kind of did this little little dip but so have so has andromeda so have the animen however the animen have monolith um and and it's really you know monolith is is monolith he's you know he's it's hard it's really hard to to not take into to account like just how dominant Monolith is versus everyone else that we've had, minus Chaos. Chaos and Monolith are like right right there. And so, um, you know, if you're asking me, I think we got to go with Andromeda. There's just you know, well, Aethra is just we are you know, we are asking you, Pete. Yes, we are. Asking. <laughs> GWF. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, they literally live for the GWF and Aethra. But the but the Annie man just they 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 excel they 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 go just a little bit further I think uh, when it when it comes down to it so I'm going to go with uh, Andromeda that that really is hard it, it, that's probably the worst one it's tough so, there's, there's a couple of tough is. ones this round here all right all right let's move over to Zeke then so this is really tough this is definitely in the this is like the this is the, the Hogan Andre mashup from WrestleMania four yeah yep. um. This will not go to a double count out. <laughs> no. I, I'm going to go with Aethra, but it's, um, for most plans, I would have gone with Andromeda. I mean, with Wolf and Lopi, I, I like Lopi even more than Wolf. Uh, I was really glad I got to 2131 so I could start using Lopi. Um, but um, yeah, it was, it was tough. Uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, what got me into the game was the spiking. You know, and uh, Spike and Thunder are my favorites. And I, I, have to go with go with Aether, I think. Um, 
Well, it's kind of struggled for me too. For some reason, I don't know why, but uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Aethra, But it was a not an easy decision. I would have picked Andromeda over most of the planets in the first in the first round, but or second round. But I will go with Aether. All right, uh, we're gonna move over. It's now two two, and we're moving over to Mike Molesky on this one. Expect to go this early. I thought I was gonna have time. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Um, I think um, what's well, tough because you have obviously, I mean, everybody calls Spike the poster boy, but Wolf in many ways is the poster boy of the GWF, um, you know, longevity, um, you know, a lot of marketing uh, behind him. Um, you also have incredible Badger who's, um, you know, the first tag specialist that we really got the Andromeda drop and everything. I mean, just, uh, you know, battering him. The early years, I mean, Massacre Spike, you know, Brute, I mean, great feud back and forth. Um, you know, Monolith in more recent years for the Animan is really strong. But the Aetheran Overmaster has been a big uh, presence uh, in the GWF as well. Um, you know, I'd say really, uh, really, really coin flip, um, I guess, but being a future shot guy, I'm just going to go with Aethra. Going with Aether. All right. So Aether takes the lead there. All right. I'm going to put my vote in here uh, at this point. And I am going uh, to go with the Animan of Andromeda. I think just because of just the, I, I love Aether. I love all the, you know, the, the warmongers there. It, it, it's so great. But like the, the best, you know, the variety of different guys that we have in, in, in Andromeda. And I think having the monolith on top of that really kind of put it over the top for me. But, you know, you have your wolf. You got like every single – it's fun. And, and I think also it's fun to create Animan too. Like, you know, having different uh, different species to kind of bring in there and, and different twists on different guys. Uh, you know, Whether it's a, you know, comedy character or a really strong character – there's all sorts of different ones in there. And I think just don't forget about Plethador. I mean, you got to bring up Plethador if we're talking comedy <laughs> characters. Plethador, of course. You know, how can you I agree. Him? So, and, and I think, you know, Plethador no Pilates, wasn't it? Plethador, Plethador Pilates. Pilates. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Move over DDP yoga. That is, the, you know, that is, that's, that's the plan. Uh, so, all right. So that brings us to a 3 3 tie. And it's going to toss us to the deciding vote will go to none other than Mr. Jim Steinhoff. No pressure whatsoever. No pressure whatsoever. If you took either Andromeda, or Aethra against any planet mentioned before, none of them would stack up. These two worlds have produced the most memorable characters, the best tag teams, the true leaders of factions, and have set the pace for dynamic in-ring action and storytelling for decades. Both of them have amazing staying power and all members who have come from both Andromeda and Aethra have my utmost respect and admiration. They are some of the greatest characters ever created in this game, period. But going, but having to choose between the two... I have to give it to Aethra. 
And the reason for giving it to Aethra is twofold. First, they have been a consistent stable and force since day one. Other stables have come and gone, waxed and waned. The gladiators have been persistent. And the other thing that swung the vote for me, I love Monolith. I really love Wolf. But both of them had cleansings on Aethra. Sorry. Yeah. That's, that's a, a slam dunk right there. That's a great, <laughs> great point. I was literally going to say, you're, you, what Jim was leading to was that Wolf and Monolith both both went where? Both yeah. from where? Yeah. You know, I mean, Wolf so. entered the GWF as a gladiator. Yes. As a gladiator. Yeah. Yes. So that, I, I get it. Yep. This was the hard, this is probably the hardest topic I've ever been given <laughs> in anything I've ever participated with, with Phil Singer Games, Champion of the Galaxy, or the GWF. This was the most brutally difficult question ever asked. <laughs> well, you knew it was coming at one point. So <laughs> I, I just maybe, I just maybe I, threw it at people I earlier didn't think than they early. Not this early. Nope. Nope. Some. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So Aether does move on. Will they win the whole thing? We'll see. There's some good competition out there still. Big shout out to Havoc, too. I forgot to mention Havoc yeah. earlier. Yeah. It's one of my favorite characters ever. You and can mention him next round now. You but don't I, have to worry about it. About There's it. no need to yeah. throw that in next there. Next round, Sam. I'm just going to be like throwing them out there and not talking a lot, you know. But I'll give, but I got to, and I also got to give credit to Incredible Badger. He was the first ever Triple Crown champion in my Fed. He won the Interplanetary. Galaxian and tag team champs. He was the first. Nice. And uh, one other shout out to for me uh, was uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. He he was great. I mean, he had one of the most uh, storied like championship wins ever. I think over Dreadnought. Uh, it, it was like a huge match for me. Like one that I remember more than anything. And uh, always a fan of that guy. All right, we're moving on to the second round, second matchup. Yeah, obviously not as dramatic as the first one, but still a pretty interesting one here. We have uh, Brimstone versus Cetus. So, you know, ultimate evil against the ultimate good here. So mm. let's start off uh, this one with Pete Beck. Um, I'm going with the first family again here. Cetus is, is going to get the nod, get nod this time. Um, you know, at this point, it then becomes against the gimmicks versus the, the not meeting the gimmicks. This is literally just, it comes down to wrestling and see, this is going to, going to out wrestle you on, on this. Okay. All right. Uh, Zeke. Well, in the first round, I voted for Cetus and I voted against Brimstone. So I'm going to go with Cetus. <laughs> go with Cetus again. All right. Uh, let's uh, move on to Jim Steele. Brimstone. Brimstone. Of course, hardcore Jim Steele is voting for Brimstone. We can't, you know, that that had to happen. All right, let's see. Let's go with uh, Mike. Gosh, you know, I, I think um, in addition to the first family, um, I think you've got um, Mighty Grogan, if I remember correctly, was from Cetus. Yep. Yep. And I think uh, the Galactic Punisher was from Cetus. So, yep. um, and, you know, even in modern times, we've now got. Um, uh, blue chip, blue chip, blue chip from from from, from mm-hmm. Cetus. So I I gotta go Cetus. 
All right. Uh, how about uh, Jim Steinhoff? I gotta go, I gotta go with the founders. Um, gotta go with Cetus. Brimstone has a lot of really cool dark characters, but at the end of the day, the hero is always right off triumphant. So you gotta go with the heroes. Gotta go with Cetus. All right. So Cetus does get another vote there. That's gonna clinch it now. Let's see. Uh, who did I not go to? Sam. Yeah, I would have given my vote to Cetus. Okay. And uh, yeah, I probably would have gone there as well then. So Cetus does take it there. All right, let's move on. Uh, this is an interesting one here. Um, it is Sentra versus Titan. Uh, so some really interesting names on both both sides here. Some good heroes. Uh, probably, you know, a couple more villains on the, uh, on the Sentra side there. Uh, let's start this one off with Sam. It is tough. Uh, you know, I don't want to make it seem like it wasn't tough, but uh, I, I think that Sintra, uh, for everything that I said last round, um, just deserves all the credit in the world, but I got to go with Titan. Um, you know, I didn't even talk last time about like Payback and Rising Sun. And, you know, I mean, there's just so many great characters that I have loved throughout the years. And Titan, you know, when I really think about it, when it comes down to it, Titan might be the one that can really give Aether a run for its money as far as winning the tournament. So, oh yeah, Titan for me. All right, so Titan gets a vote. Uh, let's go over to Jim Steele. Titans. We got another Titan vote here. Okay. Uh, yeah, big lineage there. Let's see. Let's go up to Jim Steinhoff. Wrestling came to Centra. Titan is wrestling titan titan all right uh pete so i, I went with central last time because i you know because of the you know the, the staying power um but staying power versus titan is is a little bit different because i mean the, the titans have been there from day one and so uh, and they're st- still going strong i mean they're still still a force to reckon with um as you look at them today so I'm going to go with Titan. All right. Let's see, Mike. Well, I would say that, you know, the Titans, lest us, we forget, they, they, they did have a little down period there in the middle. They, 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 did. They, they, were, they were kind of gone for a little while there, but uh, they, they obviously have a great history, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Sentra. They go with Sentra. Uh, right. You know, I got, you know, there's a few new characters coming from Sentra that I'm pretty sure people like, so I'm going to, I'm going to go with Sentry. Titan did have Nitro, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that should dock him two it. votes right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Darren. Uh, this is not, a neat, not, an easy, not an easy call for me. I I like a lot of the Titans. Um, I like the Perfect Specimen. I like Lord Nexus. Uh, I like Overtime. I uh, really, really like Overtime. Overtime's probably... It might be my favorite Titan of all time. I think uh, Rob created that character. He did a really great job. And I think, wasn't he based on Terrell Owens? Was he, was he yes. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was huge Terrell Owens fans, and I was excited. Briefly, he was a Seahawk, and then he, they cut him right before the season started for reasons I had never understood. But uh, I like the Titans, but Sentra is just uh, – just, just, uh, I'll say it correctly, it's Ace and um, – and, uh, and the future shock, just just the, the settings are two of 
of my favorite parts about CNTG. So I, I got to go with, I got to go with Centra, but it was definitely not an easy vote. Centra takes some, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a vote at uh, Centra two here, uh, just because of the variety of the different lands that we have there. You know, you have these again. We mentioned the Primus. We have, you know, the Badlands. We had the, or, you know, the, all the, you know, so many different areas, so many different cool guys. The the uh, the Ravagers. Uh, a lot of story that's been told over the time there. I'll, I'll give a vote there, even though it's you know Titans are still gonna take it here, but we'll give Centra a little bit more of a you know you know fight here at the end there. Uh, they Titan, deserve the love. Yeah, give them some love. Give them some love. All right, let's move on to our last matchup of round two, and that is Earth versus Dimension X. So this one I think is a little tough here. There's a, you know, this, I don't think it's quite as an easy easy to draw as you might uh, think there, but uh, let's start off here with uh, who wants to start off first? Let's go with Mike. Wow. Um, tough call. Cause I, I mean, I'm a huge fan. I mean, we've got, you know, from the original set and, and the original classics, you know, 2074, you've got commander Sam right there from the beginning, literally um, you've got tank, you know, tank mortar now just going by tank in the current GWF. So that's, that's a huge history. And, and we, we went through the litany of names in the last round with, with earth, um, Great depth, great, great characters. But Dimension X, on the other hand, while they don't have the depth of Earth, they've got the main eventers. I mean, if you if you look top of the card, whether you want tag team, you want singles, Dimension X has has the names. Um, and uh, as much as I'm an American guy, uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Dimension X. Dimension X taking the first vote. All right, let's uh, move up to Jim Steinhoff. Forget the names for a second because we can rattle off dozens for each. I got to put this in simple mathematics. Dimension X, planet Earth. For something so small to have that much talent, pound for pound, I'm giving it to the Earth. I thought pound for pound was oh not the different planet, but that, that's okay. Different lost. Yes. <laughs> lose, yes. All right, well, speaking of which, let's go over to Pete Beck then. Um, you know, really, it's it's hard because as you you scroll through uh, the list of seeing who who everybody is from from both of these locations, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty impressive. Mike said it best. Dimension X has like the 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 main event i mean and when you when it comes to wrestling it really comes down to where's the draw the draw is is dimension x and the draw comes comes from there and uh, while earth may have a, a great lineage all the way back to the to the very beginning um i think dimension x is is really what what people would t- tune in to see wrestling's all about um they're going to tune in to see chaos uh, the Matador. They're going to tune in to see um, Rack and Ruin and, and those guys. Not saying that there's anything bad about seeing, you know, American guy in U.S. mail um, or or the current crop that we've got, but it's it's Dimension X. Uh, is, that, that's the, the draw. All right. Vote for Dimension X there. Zeke, how about you? Going with Dimension X. I, I, I kind of, um, 
Uh, Mike did pretty good about the, about the main event versus the death. Uh, and I kind of look at look at it like in, in, in um, like the Las Vegas wrestling scene for me. Like uh, for our, our local Fed FSW, um, like I'll go to I'll see Defy and I'll, I'll think you know Defy's got a better mid card and they've got a better low card, so they got better depth. And I think overall they may, they might make give them the better show because they got the better depth. But then the main event with a guy like a Randy James and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but compared to our guard main event in FSW where we have like a Hammerstone, we have the current NXT champion Killer Cross, uh, um, you know, Chris Bay, uh, Zoe Stark, who's well, back then Lacey Ryan just had a great match with Yo Shirai. I'm just so hard to get on TV and she's on TV over there. And um, the, our main events are always better. And so I, and I thought that def- definitely has, that definitely counts for something. So I, I'm going to go, you know, that following that logic, which I, I've got to go with Dimension X. Mention X taking another one here. Jim, Jim Steele, uh, where would your vote have gone? Dimension X. Dimension X. All right. Um, wait, Sam, did I get you on this one? You did not. Okay. Uh, that's all right. I I, uh, I think I would have gone Dimension X too. It you know it's a tough one because there's yeah there's so many Earth folks that I, I love. I mean Commander Sam was another one of my favorites of the early days and. Um, you know, I, I love stars and stripes as well. I thought that they brought a lot, uh, when they, when they came in, but, uh, I think dimension X for the reasons everybody has, has said, it's just, how are you going to beat chaos? Right. You know? So yeah. Dimension X. Steal right. a stone. <coughs> <laughs> Ty, did you vote on that one? Uh, I did not. No, dimension X got, was going to get my vote, uh, too. So, uh, yeah, so they, they take it uh, pretty convincing fashion there. Uh, all right, we're moving on to the semifinals. All right, this is a big one here. Um, we have Aethra versus Cetus. This is a big, this is a biggie here. All right, let's see. Let's start off uh, with Sam. All right, I'm going to go with Aethra, not just because, you know, of everything I said earlier and because I thought that they would win, but uh, it's hard for me to do that. But one of the things that keeps getting brought up as we talk about all of this is that, you know, the founding fathers, the founding fathers. Well, Cetus is is the home of one founding father, because without Aldebaran, you ain't got Morpheus, so you ain't got your founding fathers. So as far as I'm concerned, when you talk about Cetus... You can talk all you want about how amazing and incredible Omega and Star Warrior and the family is, because they are. There's no doubt about it. And I love those characters dearly. But again, I just think that when you think about the impact that a location has actually had on the GWF, I just don't think you can go wrong with Aethra. I think there's been so much that's that's kind of just, e- even if it's not necessarily been focused on Aethra or centered on Aethra, although there have been plenty of storylines that have been, that the talent from Aethra always takes, finds a way to kind of take center stage. Uh, throughout the history of the GWF. So, yeah, I'm going with Aether. All right, that's a vote for Aether. All right, uh, let's go over to Zeke. Okay, well, um, I, I became a Raiders fan because they moved here, and, you know, after living in 20 years, I had a, I don't, you know, I'm not going to cheer against a local team. And um, uh, so I have two football teams. Um, and I think if the Gladiators came to Earth, they would be Raiders fans. I think I really <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna... Don't start a war with me, son. <laughs> oh, we got a terrible towel going too. Oh boy, I think you're out hungry right now, there, Mr. Steinhoff. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Gladiators. 
Letters of Aether. All right, well, speaking of Raiders fans, let's uh, go over to Pete then. So number one, just to Jim Steinhoff, that was an incomplete pass back in the in the late 70s. The ball hit the turf at Three River Stadium. It should be called the Immaculate Incompletion. That That's what the true title of it is. Um, um, <laughs> Ball's propaganda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, number number two, um, you, you know, I guess if you if you were to match them up, you know, you, you know, go just just take your 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 wrestlers from the planet and and kind of go down and, and how you would put the the best versus the best on that. Um, to me, when you when you do that, um, you know, take a and just in the in the prime storyline. So I'm not going back to the to the early classics. So we're gonna I'm talking Omega with Omega debut in 2087, or you know the 2087 set. And and you go to the sets there. Um, for, from that point out, I think you now the people will debate this that the Aetherans are gonna take take the matches as they as they are wrestled out. Um, I think there's more talent for the most part. Uh, coming out of Aethra, um, that would would be able to 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 take down the guys that are coming from from Cetus. Um, and while I, I have been saying, you know, it's the the first family of wrestling the, the whole time because they are um, uh, the Omega Clan. I still think that I I would say that um, Aetherans would 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 be able to come out on top if you were to line line them up side by side and and have those matches. So Aethra Aethra gets the nod. All right, so Aethra getting uh, three votes here so far. All right, let's go over to Jim Steinhoff. This one's a t- this one's tough, but for a different reason. It, this is not this is not going to be a knock, but I have to go with Aethra on this one. Aethra gets the vote because it is a poor bred planet. Even if you're not a wrestler, you're bred for warfare as part of the culture. Cetus has some of the best athletes ever produced. The people of Cetus are proud and have every right to be. But I think because of the Aetherin warlike culture, they're going to keep going past the point of reasonable restraint and push themselves farther. Hmm than the folks from Cetus would. And for that reason only, that's why I'm going to give it to Aether. Good reasoning there. All right, Jim Steele. Aether. Aether. All right, they're taking it. All right, so that, that, that's five votes right there. Mike, any any arguments for Cetus here? You know, I tried to. Like, I, I, I went and I said, okay, I've got the Aether and Overmaster kind of better than Alpha Force. Omega is better than Thacker, the oppressor. Um, Spike, Star Warrior, bit of a push. Bloodline, disaster, push. Um, you know, Grogan versus Massacre, probably Massacre. Galactic Punisher, Brute, probably Galactic Punisher. Supernova versus Thrash, kind of a push. Problem is then I start to go Thunder, Overkill, Malice, Paralyze, Havoc. I mean, that's where Aether wins. Yeah. 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 You know, it's interesting you brought up Thacker, too, because, you know, you've got Santon the loner who has been there since day one as well. So when you think about people that have been around since day one, you know, yes, Omega's there, but Santon was there. So, I mean, you know, we've had a gladiator in the GWF since the doors opened, even if they didn't know it at the time. So uh, that's another kind of thing that I think that that speaks to their their um, 
historical importance to the Fed. All right. Uh, Aether is going to take it in a sweep here. I'm giving my uh, vote uh, to them as well. I think, you know, while, you know, some great uh, singles competitors out of Cetus, I mean, Aether had both the singles and the tag ranks uh, pretty well dominated. So uh, I'm just going to give it, uh, give it to Aether on that. Semi-final right. beatdown. Semi-final beatdown. Yeah. He <laughs> just had a nice run there. Had some you know, nice big uh, wins there, but yeah, not so much here. All right. We're going on to our second semifinal, but I think this one will be a little bit more competitive. Uh, and that is Titan versus Dimension X. So this one's tough. All right, we're going to give the first vote here to Jim Steele. Titans. Oh, we're giving it to the Titan. All right. Uh, Mike. And you keep getting me earlier than I thought I'd go. Well, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll come back. I'll no, come no, back. no, it's I'll fine. It's fine. No, no, I'll go. I'm not going to like you know, cop out on this one. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it is, it's a really tough call in this case, because now you have, you know, some longstanding history versus just some top of the card excellence. And, and, and that's not to say that Titan doesn't have its top of the card excellence. I mean, Lord Nexus, obviously a big deal. Um, you know, even now perfect specimen main event kind of guy, um, you know, but, Dimension X, I mean, Chaos alone puts Dimension X in a different category with the main event. And then on the tag side, having Rack and Ruin, you know, probably as much as I love Titan tag teams, Rack and Ruin is probably a, a step above uh, the Titan uh, tag teams. So I, I'm going to go with Dimension X here. We got a one-one tie here. Dimension X taking a taking a vote. Let's uh, move over to Jim Steinhoff. This one for me is a no-brainer, but I'm gonna have to explain it because it's because it's it, it. I'll tell you how this is how I got there. I've got to give this one to the Titans, and the reason I'm voting for the Titans is while I think the assertion that the best main event talent. More of it comes from Dimension X than Titan. I'll give them that, hands down. But as far as consistent good talent, especially with tag teams, especially with athletic wrestlers, Titan can't be touched as far as the quantity. But also, let me just ask, because I might be wrong on this. Let's take a look at 2136. Is Dimension X represented? Are the Titans represented? That's all I got. Yeah, long, long standing. Um, I noticed he, he didn't bring any future shock references in there, though. No, I did not. No, <laughs> did not. I did. I did not. No, I'm try, I, I have to keep it in one dimension or else my brain explodes. <laughs> all right, let's go over to Zeke. Well, I, uh, last round, I didn't vote for the Titans, uh, although reluctantly, I did vote for Dimension X, and Chaos Supreme is my current uh, central champion. Um, uh, so I am going to go with Dimension X. Going with Dimension X. All right, we got another. We got a 2-2 two, two tie here. Let's uh, go over to Sam. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Titans, and I, I think the main reason why is because it's interesting. You know, we were talking about earlier with depth versus main event, you know, that sort of thing. And for me, if 
you know, there are very few places where I feel like I could create a fed out of the talent that has come from that place alone. And Titan is one of those places you could literally, if you took all the characters from Titan over the years, you could run a promotion with only that talent. I don't think the same necessarily could be said with dimension X. You could have a lot of top tier guys. You could have some main event talent without a doubt, but you know, other than Aether, maybe I don't know that you get the same amount of depth that you would get with a place like Titan. And, um, I mean, even even looking at somebody like Ursa Major, you know, your first undercard, you know, uh, guy mm-hmm. who who really kind of transitioned into more not from than Titan, that, though, you know? not from Titan. Oh, he's not he's from Ursa Major. He's from Ursa Major. Well, how about that? But he was on the Titans, so you can he was on the Titans. On the Titans yes. So um, now you're retconning, is what you're trying. But to anyway, do. no, 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 no. I I, <laughs> I, 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 I drop it. I drop it. Hey, you know, I'm going to get things wrong on occasion. But again, going back to the whole idea that you've got people there from the beginning, you know, Moonstrike and Solar Flare, you know, were there from the from the get go, and 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 you know, a couple of my favorite characters from early classics, and I just the Titans are are, are one of my favorites, and I, I think if this puts the Titans into the to the finals with Aether, I think that's exactly how it should go in my mind. So whether or not that happens, we'll see. There are votes yet to be cast, but that's. Why the titans get my vote we will see we will see all right well i'm gonna put my vote in here next um, <laughs> i knew you were gonna do that of course, <laughs> of course. I knew. Uh, uh, so uh yeah i, I definitely i think a lot, very good uh your know, argument there with the, the titans you know definitely longevity i think the different types of athletes uh definitely in there but to me i, I think there's a lot we again we don't know everything about dimension x but what we do know is that it has two of my favorite characters of all time, and that is Vector One and Chaos. And based on just those two alone, I'm giving my vote to Dimension X, and I am going to give the deciding vote to Pete. Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm really torn. I, I am, because this is... Uh, you, know, the, you know, a couple of as we've been going through this, trying to trying to stay at least a little bit consistent. You know, the, the dominance of chaos, um, you know, is has been one of the things that from what the early 2090s um, that that we've we've been dealing with, and and still kind of today um, in, in in the tournament of champions as well. Um, chaos has been, you know, in the couple of cards I've run, chaos has just been untouchable in that as well for me. There's just it's chaos. Um, when you kind of look at some of the other people that, that came out of Dimension X, Janus, a, a, a ton of fun. Rack and Ruin, fantastic. Uh, but then you do have Scourge and, and Rogue. Um, so you kind of scratch your head and go, how the hell did that happen? And <laughs> you kind of scratch your head and go, what happened to the dude that was so great over in Dimension X? And then when he comes to, to, to our dimension, he's just, he's got a finisher that's 50-50. And he's like, whatever. I just, I, I wanted more from, from Paragon. I did. I really, really wanted more from Paragon. Um, uh, you know, now per- the perfect specimen, fantastic. You know, he, he is, he is outstanding. Um, is he chaos level? No main event level. Yes. Lord Nexus from the get go, uh, could beat anybody fr- from the, from the very beginning. Um, uh, um, although again, we have nitro that's from Titan. Um, and, uh, <laughs> that downside, um, but, um, you know, I think you have to go with with what we know as as you know when you're when you're looking at a planet, the planet of Titan is probably going to get the is going to get the nod over a whole dimension. Uh, you're pulling from from a dimension where you should see all the main event type stuff 
uh, where you're looking at at a planet, you're going to have that that wide variance of uh, of 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 talent, um, but also have that longevity of, of being there from from the get go, um, and and being important integral part of the GWF from day one. Uh, Titan Titan is there, so I'm going to give the nod to Titan, and we're going to see a one one heck of a final as we we match this up going up into the to the finals. Yes, indeed. All right, we have yeah, the finals here, and then I, I think uh, you know two of the most uh, storied lineages uh, in the in the GWF. Uh, you know the uh, Ad, you know Andromeda didn't really show up until year two. You know into 2088, but 2087 did have a Titan team and an Aetheran team, and those are the two planets uh, that are. Um, that are represented here in the finals here. So I'm going to give everybody just a second to think about it, which way they want to go here. Um, and let's see, who do we want to start off? Let's start off with... Actually, James. can I interject real quick while yeah, I'm please. Go ahead, before we get to the finals, um, go ahead. I, I, I wasn't sure what the tournament was, so I wrote down names of some of my favorite planets. I want to give some love to the following planets real quick. I won't take up too much time. Please do. Uh, I want to give some love to Pleiades, which has given us the interesting concept of the duality tag teams such as mm-hmm. sin and salvation comedy and theater i want to give some love to coma Berenses, who gave us must in the trouble who gave us must in the bomb and fantasy also want to give some love to mensa because from there came commissioner cordanis who really changed the game in such a way it almost went completely off the rails and just because he's thantos and that planet was lucky. He decided that was going to be his birthplace. Mafi too. <laughs> you know, there's, there's always the best planet ever. Parts unknown. <laughs> sure. <Yes. laughs> Uh, you know, Jim, I'm glad you did that actually because that made me think that you know there are a couple of other planets worth mentioning that that right. we didn't necessarily get around to. Centaurus being one that pops into my head uh, immediately. Yeah. The impact that they had uh and 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 you know i think not necessarily dominated but were certainly a very important part of storylines for a period of time there mm-hmm. absolutely just we're just we're just given we're just given some love before we get down to some nitty-gritty war yep yep and i'm just i also want to just throw in there that i'm sorry i just want to throw in there that going back i'm really disappointed that when we talked about neptune in the first round that no one mentioned vanity no, no, we, we did. Did you? Okay, I, 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 then I apologize. I missed that, that's Jim, because right. that's when one of the. I wrote a note down. I didn't hear anybody say vanity. I'm like, hey, he's the guy. Like, you know, yeah. I got a question. Natural back, man. Back, back when he was natural man. Mm-hmm. You can. You just can't say natural man. It's natural man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a commercial for that soap that you see everywhere. Yeah, I was just going to say, I felt like it was a soap commercial. That, that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Todd, I'm surprised that you didn't throw Corvus into to the mix since you, you know, there's a couple, a couple I left out. I figured Corvus yeah, didn't have a ton of guys outside of uh, you know, yeah, Endgame end and Totalis. <laughs> you know, Endgame and Totalis, I mean, that just kind of... And I guess also, we also had, was it one of the assassin... Uh, X, I think, or Assassin's Z, I think, was, was from there as well. I, I, I just mm-hmm. thought you were going to put them up against, like, Regal or something like that, where it was, like, <laughs> Meteor versus Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is from Vega other than, other than Oracle? 
Yeah. Um, or, or that's the only what I can think of off the top of my head, actually. Just Oracle, okay. That's where that's where I run off the top of my well, uh, you know, Mr. Vega. Yeah, Mr. Vega. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I run my Fed, and so I know I remember. Um, um, I remember Oracle's from there, and Oracle must do very well at the sports book on Vega. I'm pretty sure because uh, he, he must as well. Oh yeah, he must predict everything well there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's great. No, I, I anyone else was from from Vega or not? I, just, I knew Oracle was, but I didn't know about anybody else. Angst from from Vega. I thought so. A little more. Maybe. Maybe Angst was. Angst that's might a, have been. Angst right. might have been. Angst was from Vega. Okay, okay. I cheat. Oh, there we go. Well, we got okay, the GWF go. files here. That's great. I should have pulled out because the, the, the wiki is a little bit lacking in a few. The, we, the wiki is a little behind yeah. the times. Yeah. 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 I know Mensa was one I had on my original list. And when I kind of was paring it down, that was one that I was like, well, you know, outside of Cordonis and Mensar, you know, we did have yeah. like the original tag team. Um, Cordonis, Trotaris. Yeah. 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 Yeah, now you put together a hell of a list, Todd. Like this has been, this is, I mean, it's been a great list without a doubt. This this tournament was so far above and beyond what I thought it was going to be. I mean, this <laughs> this was challenging. Yeah, I, I was just, I was hoping we'd have a couple fairly Dickinsons in this tournament, but we yeah. didn't have any. That, that was uh, not. Yeah, maybe 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 Drac- Draco uh, a little a little. Yeah, Drake Dra- Draco may have been a play in. That that was yeah, maybe but... the play in uh, guy there. Yeah, I think that 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 might have been about it. But I just figured maybe you know with the clones maybe you know gave it you know something there. But yeah, against Dimension X, yeah, you really can't do anything. Clones clones and vampires. Empires. It's like '90s Marvel. How can you not have it in there? <laughs> That's true. That's very true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to the business at hand, and that is crowning our champion of Champions of the Galaxy uh, planets here. And we are down to Aether versus Titan, which is how I thought this might be going. Uh, you know, Aether did have that battle uh, with Andromeda in the, in the second round, and and uh, Titan just barely making it past Dimension X last round. But uh, I think two very very worthy finals teams here. Let's start off this one here uh, with uh, Jim Steinhoff to help set the stage. First of all, let me just say. You can take whatever superstars you want from Aethra or Titan. Tell me this would not be the greatest pay-per-view in the history of the medium. These would be the best athletes across the board that you could find anywhere giving their all in matches that will that would be bloody, jaw-dropping, and stunning. So for this one, I have to go to where we're at now in 2136. And I have to look at their leaders. And I'm going to say something that might be unpopular in some circles. I think Aetherin Overmaster is an overrated leader. Mm. I think he gets I think he gets his way because of his size. Certainly not from his wisdom and certainly not from his ability. I think he's a bully in power. And as a military leader, he would be challenged severely by someone as experienced as Lord Nexus. So with that said, I'm giving my vote to the Titans. We have one vote for Titan. All right. 
Uh, let's see. Let's go uh, to Zeke. Oh, I voted um, again reluctantly, but I voted the last two rounds against the Titans, and I've been voting Ether the whole time through. So I'll 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 stay consistent and go with Ether. And I know I know uh, I agree with Jim a lot about Ether over Master. Uh, he hasn't done as well as I thought he would. He he had one reign for me that lasted eighteen shows of like a year and a half, so that was impressive. But before and afterwards, not not so much. Although twenty one thirty six, that's the I, I played that year, and I'm filling in the gap right now. He is my current champion. He just won, but, uh, but overall, yeah, I, I would have I thought he'd do better than he than, than he has. Uh, he's currently like zero and four against Minister of War, and they're they're feud right now. Twenty one thirty one for me. So, um, but Jim saying I I agree with them, but I will be going with eight. All right, so we got one vote apiece here. Let's move over to Mike. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, Titans have squeaked out a couple of 4-3 wins here in the quarters and the semis. Uh, really, you know, I mean, scrapping and clawing, whereas the Aetherans, I think, well, they, they scrapped and clawed against Andromeda, but then they blew out Cetus. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, it's funny. I was writing down notes about, to give you an idea where I thought this was going to go, about Dimension X versus Aethra. <laughs> you know where how they all lined up that's what that was my notes that i was scratching out of my paper here i was going to talk so i think that pretty much tells you where i think this one's going i i just i love the titans i love the tag teams but the star powers on the side of the aetherans here um while i agree you know you know you can make the argument perfect specimens a bigger star than the overmaster at this point um I just don't know how, I don't know where the Titans argument goes against Spike, Disaster, Massacre, Brute, I mean, Thunder, Overkill, Malice, Havoc. I mean, it's just, it's a lot to overcome. Yes, you've got, you know, Lord Nexus, Billy Joe Boxer. You've got some great names in there. You know, you've got Titan Express. You've got, I mean, there's some, a lot of Trainer Jim, you know, like great names in the history of the Titans, uh, Pulsar, um, you know, but I think you got to go as much as it pains me <laughs> to go chalk here. I think you got to go Aether. Got another vote for Aether here. All right, let's go up uh, to Pete Beck. I was just making sure I wasn't on mute for some reason. I thought I was. Um, <coughs> uh, it- now we heard all that. Yeah, you heard all that. It's um, it's, best way to say this. Um, it it is Aetherin dominance. I mean, literally, is what it is. Uh, even even in their lean years, that you could say where the Aetherins weren't you know as as good as everybody else, they were still better than 95 percent of everybody else in the, in the federation. Um, you know, you, you can't, you can't go against the dominance that Bruton Masker had in the early years as tag team champions leading into thunder and overkill leading into overkill and malice, just ridiculous for, you know, I don't know how, for 20 years, real time that they just dominated the, the Federation. Um, no one else has been able to do that. Um, I don't know if there ever will be anybody else ever to do it. And now they've got a team that, that is looking to be able to do that again. 
um, in the current crop. So they're, they're there. Um, it's, it's hard to go against the Aetherans against anybody, against absolutely anybody. Um, it is. It's just literally Aetheran dominance to, to, to be there. Um, and that's what they want. That's what this race has always said that they were going to do. We're going to come in and kick your ass, uh, and we're going to dominate you. I hope, I hope it's okay that I said that, um, PG-13 warning. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, they are. They have, they have said what they were going to do from day one, and they have done it since day one, and there wouldn't be any reason why they would not take this, this planetary, uh, planetary battle and say we're just going to win it as well. The, the Aetherans would do that. So it's for the Aetherans. All right. So that, that's 3-1 on Aether here. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's looking like uh, it could be getting close here. Jim Steele, let's have your vote here. Is Aether going to take it? Aethra. Aethra will take it. Uh, any thought? Who, 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 who's putting it over the top for you here, Jim? Disaster of Spike. Disaster. I mean, I mean, this, the the main event guys for this team are just, you know, out of this world here. Um, Sam, Sam uh, I, I mean, you you said before this is how you expected it to go. I mean, I, I assume uh, Aether's got your vote as well. Yeah, and you know, I, I feel weird <laughs> saying it honestly in a way because I've always been kind of a babyface guy. So I feel like in this in this match, the Titans are the babyface, but. I, I, I got to go with Aethra and I, I feel like, you know, I mean, they already won. My, my vote is, is, is sort of moot here, but uh, just, just, yeah, the staggering amount of talent. And I agree with what Jim Steinhoff said, the, that, that Aether and Overmaster is kind of overrated in a lot of ways for me. He's never mm-hmm. grabbed me as a character or as a performer, quite frankly. And he's, he's won matches, you know, he's held titles, but I've always been more interested in the people under him. You know, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is to pit havoc against him uh, there for a time. Uh, so, but it's, but it's just everybody else. I'm like, I can't let that, that one guy, uh, the, the turd in the proverbial punch pole ruin it for me. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's Aether. It's Aether. Aether. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I think I go Aether too. I think just more so the, you know, the lineage, I think, you know, the, the, the current team, maybe, you know, not as, you know, not as stacked or, you know, as high profile as maybe it's been in the past as maybe we've taken a back seat to some other teams have been the primary team, you know, maybe they can, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, in the coming years that we might see some, you know, more, you know, more guys getting cleansings, more guys coming in. It's it's definitely a, a possibility there. But yeah, you know, I think just the again, it's got the dominance there. They they dominate throughout here. Now, I do want to put out here, you know, a little maybe a little bit more of a close vote. We'll just do a quick vote here instead of all all the reasoning there. Uh, Titan versus Andromeda. You know, if we you know we we had that matchup along the way, which way would people have gone on that one? I'm just a little uh, curious there, uh, Pete. Where would you have gone on that one? Uh, Andromeda. Andromeda. Uh, Zeke? Andromeda. Andromeda. Jim? Uh, Jim Steele? Andromeda. I figure Andromeda there, yeah. All right, Jim Steinhoff? Titan. Titan, okay. Mike? Uh, it would have been tough. I probably... Yeah, I'll go probably Titan. Titan? Sam? I would have gone Titan. Titan. All right. So it would have been really, really close. A three, three, I, I would have maybe had to decide what my vote is there instead of just pointing it off on somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I'd probably give it to Andromeda, I think, just because of the, you know, the the variety of the guys there. But it's it's so close. I think those two are both very, you know, very, very close. Like again, I maybe you said the variety of the different types of athletes on Titan too. Like that they're known for the athletic prowess. And just, you know, uh, I think both those are, are great ones, but either one of them, uh, yeah, just doesn't stack up to Aether there. So, uh, to mention next though, we, we, we didn't put the main eventers up against them. You know, no, see, we, that, that's, that's what it was. Titan, yeah, Dimension X versus Andromeda. I think that would have been another one close. I mean, all of them real, real close there. So, yeah. So, well, thank you all for uh, your, uh, your your input here. I th- hope everybody uh, at home uh, listened, uh, agreed with us. Or, you know, if you didn't, definitely chime in on the boards. Let us know uh, if we missed out on something big. And, uh, yeah, I uh, hope you guys had a lot of fun uh, participating. I hope uh, those at home uh, definitely enjoyed it as well. So I'll throw it back to you, Sam. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we talked about this after we were on Uncharted Territory for Corey's birthday about how we wanted to, you know, do this more. And so I'm so glad that you suggested it for this week. I think it was a great idea and I look forward to doing more. And, you know, obviously we were joined by a great group as well. So uh, just, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for the next one. See what you you cook up for us, you mad scientist, you. Um so I, I want to take this opportunity once again, sincerely, to thank you all for joining us. Uh, Jim Steele, Jim Steinhoff, Pete Beck, and Zeke Gould. Thank you guys so much. Really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, I'll start with you, Jim Steele. Do you have anything that you want to, to plug or anything that you want to tell the promoters out there before we uh, head out of here? No, I'm good. All right. <laughs> well, I think you, you have a. Did you have a new tournament or something that's coming out soon? I think I, I read on the boards there, or I got an email. No, no, no not the, I don't know. Another rumble. You got another rumble there? Yeah, I mean the the rumble master here, Jim Steele. Uh, I love it, rumble master, uh, hardcore Jim Steele. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us tonight. Glad to be here. Jim Steinhoff, what about you? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to give us another uh, another Phil Singer Games commercial? Anything else you want to you want to say before we head out of here? Um, one one quick thank you to the Phil Singer Games community, not only for um, watching tonight, but also for supporting wonderful podcast and wonderful gaming, keeping everything positive in crazy times. And just real quick, just because it hasn't been mentioned yet tonight. Did anybody else do a jump for joy when you saw card art for Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon <laughs> for Legends? As an 80s kid, I lost my mind. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had the reactions last time of us, but yeah, definitely cool to hear your guys' reactions to it, too. Yeah, Todd and I, I think our heads spontaneously combusted at the same time. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Jim Steinoff, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, and uh, thank you for being a part of this. I really appreciate it and hope to have you back on again sometime here soon. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Pete Beck, what about you? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell people out there? Well, you know, really the only thing I want to tell everybody is keep rolling those bones. Keep playing the game. It's it's absolutely fantastic. You can, you know, you can you can never do anything more more fun than than play Phil Center games. I almost sound like a 
like a guy that's done this for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was just thinking if you took together, if you put together the number of years that each of us has been playing, like there'd be like over two centuries or something of playing experience. Close. It's kind cool. of crazy. We uh, have a couple of social security collectors on the call. Yes. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Pete. It's always a pleasure. Really appreciate you joining us tonight. Hope to have you out again here in the future. Whenever you want me. And then Zeke, uh, what about you? Anything that you want to plug? Anything that you want to get out there before we head home? Well, um, I guess a couple things. Um, one, one I'm looking at at the moment, uh, well, just for plug, I, I, I don't know. Uh, there's a, Oh, I hope everyone. I'm hoping everyone's. I hope everyone's liking that. Well, like the, the indie set that comes out when it, when it gets released, and there's some great names coming in the future. There was a huge name that was going to be in this set that we had to move out, and uh, um, but uh, he'll he'll be coming soon. I, I don't know when, but uh, very soon. And so um, I, I hope everyone likes the. I hope everyone likes the set when it gets released. Um, a person, personal, I guess, a personal answer because I'm looking at it right here is something I. Uh, it's been five and four and a half. No, I guess it was it four and a half months now? We're in mid-May. Um, I I made a decision on on uh, New Year's, and I um, I, I kind of believe it or not, I, I gave up I gave up alcohol for the most part. The this I'm drinking here is uh, Budweiser Zero. So because I I wanted just just wanted to kind of cut. I haven't completely given it up out and if i go on the road or something i'll probably have a regular beer that's what you usually can find so i but i just really wanted to cut back and i just been you know just this this, uh some stuff like this has been kind of like a substitute for me and i've been kind of just really uh just want to turn things around so like because there were a couple times in the past when you know sometimes i may have drank too much so i've just been kind of uh i don't know i just uh um just uh just um that was one thing i wanted to change about myself so it's been it's been um it's been uh almost half a year so for the most part not to, i have had a few, few beers here but not not as much and so i've been really it's i guess it's just a, a personal announcement that i you know i mean i mean there's you know joe mykos on uh, my friend joe mykos on facebook is a uh, does some brewery stuff and he he had like a ghost pepper beer it looks delicious so i mean there's like, occasionally i'll still have one but uh but for the most part i've really uh really uh I'd say about 95% of I've kind of given up alcohol. Really. It's been that's, uh, um, not completely, uh, but uh, for the most part, yeah. Right on, man. Lifestyle changes are yeah. are excellent and certainly can change your your, your perspective on things yeah. and uh, just you know yeah. give you an opportunity to think about things in a different way. So yeah. good for you, man. There's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And hey, thank you, know you for Zeke? sharing that with us. You know what, Zeke? I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for that. Um, outside of maybe a wine with dinner on a rare occasion – I haven't had a drink in 15 years, so I'm proud of you for making that decision. It does make a difference, and stick with it, man. You're, you know, it's a road to wellness, and I'm glad you're on it. Oh yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I thought to, maybe because during, yeah, there's, I just wanted to, I just wanted to, to, to uh, I just kind of wanted to, to kind of make, kind of make that change, and um, not, I mean, it's again, uh, I mean, at Galacticon, if you see you guys at Galacticon, it, it, I mean, they were probably, you know, I might have a couple of legitimate beers, but, uh, you know, I just, nothing, I haven't completely cut out, but I've, you know, like, proud a lot though I have. So, so that's, that's been something I've been pretty happy with. So. Well, I'm proud of you, man. And I'm looking forward to, and hopefully I get to see you at Galacticon this year. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. I'd like to see you again here. Yeah. I, you know, I, I won't see you at Galacticon, but I believe I'll see you in Waterloo, right? Because we haven't talked about it a whole lot on the podcast, Ooh. but the Trigos and Thez, 
uh, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in Waterloo, can, can, Iowa. Can we still boo you for not coming to Galacticon? Can I we mean, do that? Can, can we get a boo? I, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't boo. know. Look, I'm not going to put the sound effect in, but what I will do is say I haven't, I haven't, I haven't decided 100. percent It's just the scheduling and travel and etc. You know, figuring everything out. So, so we'll we'll see what happens. It's a lot easier for me to go, you know, a few hours west than it is for me to go like nine hours east. So, but also remember, also remember, you can attend virtually. That is, oh, hey, I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, nice. Well, awesome. Well, Zeke, thank you so much again. Thank you for sharing that and, and uh, kudos to you. And uh, of course, thank you for the work on the best of the indie set. I cannot wait. I'm really looking forward to it and, uh, uh, you know, injecting my fed with some new talent. So uh, I'm sure it'll be awesome. People are excited for it already as the, as the boards will attest to. So thank you guys again. Uh, this has been a heck of a lot of fun. Really appreciate it. Um, but before we go home, Mike, what do you got for me? Anything? Hey man, hey man, I'm I'm looking. I'm grateful for all these guys coming on the podcast tonight. I think it's it's really awesome. I know we ran this one a little later than we normally do in terms of time, but I think it was well worth it to hear some some old school impressions of, of things. Um, I think it's it's, it's really cool. Um, looking forward to seeing all all these guys at Galacticon this year, except for you. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, to see me? I, well, I mean, I just not going to see you. Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I'll see you in Waterloo, uh, but, 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 uh, but it won't be a Galacticon, which is a bummer for me. Um, but, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody out there who's going to make it to Galacticon. I think if you're coming virtually, you're coming in person, um, whichever way you're coming, but, you know, obviously I'm, I'm thrilled to, that you'll be there and participating. Um, but for those of you who are making the trek, it's going to be a great time. It's uh, the old school family reunion. So looking forward to it. It's yeah. the family reunion you want to go to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Todd, what about you before we go home? What do you have to add to us today? Uh, so, you know, we, we will have an opportunity to get together virtually uh, next week, actually. Uh, so just announced today, I got together with uh, the, the, the uh, Legends team and uh, we will be hosting the Worldwide Wrestling Alliance Championship Tournament live from Rio de Janeiro, but you can watch it on closed circuit Zoom. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's next uh, Thursday, May 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, way too late for the people over in the UK. I'm sorry about that, but you know. It is what it is. You're keeping but, uh, this guy on the East Coast up. That's way too late for me. That's, late, that's too late for you. Uh, I'm sorry. I, 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 as commissioner, I had to make sure that we had, you know, I, I had to get rid of some family stuff first and make sure we can fully concentrate on this. But uh, you will be hosting the, the championship tournament there. So uh, Chad, Corey, Tim, and Stu will each be nominating two wrestlers from their territory to go to this championship tournament. And we'll be hosting it live on Zoom through COTG Online. Uh, so hopefully that'll be, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, so definitely come and join us. If you go to the message board, you'll see the uh, link uh, right there under the LOW uh, feds uh, forum it's uh, pinned right to the top there uh, so make sure to join us then should be a lot of so fun this is not a fictional Rio de Janeiro tournament this one's actually taking place this one is actually going to take place yes <laughs> definitely <laughs> that action is filled, awesome action filled tournament don't you dare miss this one yeah <laughs> 
That is awesome news. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. It should be a, a lot of fun and uh, make sure you, you put it on your calendar. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make it a good time for certain. Um, well, cool. Well, uh, I mean, there's always something to look forward to. We've got more teasers coming at you very soon. Keep your eyes peeled for the Friday teaser, uh, which actually I guess we could have said in the opening bell because, you know, we've already announced the card since it was the fan vote winner, uh, but you'll get to to see some teaser art for scotty riggs coming on friday uh, and uh then next week of course we'll have more teasers uh rob will have some ftr stuff we'll have uh, another indies and then uh, we'll get some legend stuff together for you on friday um pre-orders are open now so make sure you get that pre-order in if you haven't done so already from the looks of it on the board most people have already done it which is fantastic uh and of course um the cards should mail the end of this month you know, outlook is, is, is good. I would say from the look on Todd's face right now. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, so we're going to get out of here before we do. I do want to say one thing we've talked about before we're doing on the podcast that we have absolutely no time for today is doing like a little collector's corner where we talk about some of the things that we have in our, our wrestling collection outside of maybe COTG related things. Uh, since we've talked a little bit about that before, but I did get something in the mail today and I had honestly, I pre-ordered it so long ago that I literally kind of forgot about it. And I, and I saw a couple tweets even last week and, and it popped into my head and I was like, Oh yeah, that's coming but i still wasn't expecting it in the mail today i'm super excited about it it is the it can't be seen because of the stupid background uh it's the brian pillman memorial show anthology 20th anniversary dvd collection um that uh, joe dombrowski uh put out and it is uh all four complete shows um from the the pillman tribute shows that they did and uh, a bunch of extras as well including uh, an interview with brian pillman jr and um some interviews with a, a lot of the wrestlers that took part in the tournament. And of course, you know, it was just a who's who back then, uh, you know, Jericho, Austin, uh, Mick Foley, Edge and Christian, uh, Diamond Dallas Page, the Hardy Boys, Eddie Guerrero. So uh, the cards were always phenomenal. There's some really famous matches that took place on there, including one with Steve Regal, which got him his job uh, uh, back at uh, WWE because he'd been hired and, and then kind of dismissed pretty quickly when his lumberjack gimmick didn't get over. But uh, anyway, uh, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, uh, you can find it over at uh, pillmanshow.com if you are looking for it. Um, but also make sure you hit up philsingergames.com for all the latest news. And uh, check out uh, Kings Road Pro Wrestling Podcast, which is my other wrestling podcast. Uh, you can find uh, all the information about that over on Twitter at KOPW72. Uh, but in the meantime, as Pete Beck said, keep the bones rolling and take care of yourselves. We're going to go home and we'll talk to you again next week. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks to all our listeners on the Baltic.